0: It's a lot of craziness going on in college football, man. What's happening? <laughs> what you call it, craziness? I man, mean, what we what we what we've come up become accustomed to in college football um, over the past years, decades, centuries is it what we see today in college football? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. I
1: think, I think it's changing as we see it, we, and. In two years we're gonna be saying, hey man, remember college football, the coaches couldn't buy the players pizza.
0: Yeah. This it's just changing dramatically um the landscape as far as the competition wise uh, with, with, with 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 the schools. Um <clears throat> I know today some news came out about the they're not going to go uh punish schools for going over the 25 scholarship limit anymore. Um that's big for a lot of schools who have the turnover from the transfer portal and the graduation rates. So they they will let you, if you can sign up 40 players in, in high school class, you, you can get them. If, you, if it stays within that 85 scholarship, scholarship limit. That's the crazy part. Like, you know, so now the major schools who already do a good job at recruiting, what if they want to add 35 players? So, let's we'll see how that's going to get. Um, Got a bunch of things we're probably going to end up discussing today. Uh, You got who you got with us? Uh, Johnson? Johnson with us. What's happening?
2: What's going on, X? ain't nothing man chilling relaxing on a wednesday listen that's that's, that's going to be big for 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 all the all the big schools to even add more kids going over the limit for uh from 25 to you know whatever number they they reach smaller schools it's not going to be so good yeah I was trying to figure out okay for the big schools even if
0: they okay they go over is it would it would it be something where they start forcing the older guys out who haven't accomplished anything so far on the field? Like they've been there maybe three four years, um, and they haven't scratched the surface yet. Do they automatically get forced out, or
2: <laughs> like? Well, shit, that's that's what they're doing now in the, in the transfer portal. Truth be told, yeah. but behind closed doors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, true. Like. I understand like like a like a you know that scholarship is a binding, you know, contract, but um uh, like you guys say, you know, when you when you got a, a kid in the room, he 18, 19, his parents not there, coaches telling him, hey man, you know, I think it's it's better that you go to uh you know a smaller school so you can get some some playing time. Okay. Now, the funny part about it, what people don't know, a, a kid, they don't have to leave. But once they talk to them about, you know, playing time and it's it's better for you and be looking out for you once that kid jump in that that portal that other transfer come in to fill that position so it's it's, it's pretty much happening now yeah so so do you think it will be a time where we see a
0: um basically you have four to five years do you think they were at the, when they just automatically say man let's just add the extra year six year for players um for college football you think it'll be a time where we see that
2: Outside okay.
0: of the COVID, outside of the COVID. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was just about to say that. I was about to say this. Yeah, outside of the COVID area, I, um, I'm thinking if they're trying to keep a leg in front of it, they would just add that six-year. um, Because it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Kids are transferring a lot. Like, you see kids transferring from multiple schools within a year. And that's, um, I just feel like it's, it's going to have to be, like, something, something set in stone. Because he's going to get a
2: lot worse. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to get worse before it get a uh, a uh, uh, better. I can tell you that because we we <laughs> we see it now. It's, it's it's getting worse now. Look at the kid Addison. He, he he hasn't signed yet, so now they they saying it looked like Texas is is the team. You know, he he's going to. I just want to know what's the backdoor deal.
0: Oh yeah, the Addison thing um I think he want you know everybody know that's a one done one and done with him um basically looking for the best scenario um situation for him to be the number one guy and get the money um and everybody know Texas have <laughs> unlimited money to play with so it's not like we didn't know Texas was probably going to end up being the landing spot for him I I actually thought it would have been USC, but once um you know Texas got in the picture, I was like, yeah, that's you know pretty much gonna be Texas um because they got that 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 they got a quarterback where they basically finna uh, they basically gonna probably give him the franchise tag. I forget what's his name um the quarterback guy. He, he's the one who went to Ohio State and left. Oh um, yeah, Quentin yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, your, yeah. yours, yours or something like that. Quentin yours. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so they basically like franchise that quarterback. Um, he's supposed to be the next it guy in college football. So, I you know I could see myself if I was the top receiver going to play with him because if he's the it if he's the it quarterback right now, let me go be the it receiver for him. But yeah, that that um the twenty five scholarship limit um got announced today. Um I pretty much been talking about that for weeks and months that it wasn't gonna be a limit because of the turnover factor of the transfer portal. So it's good um for um for the major schools. You know the little schools man we just gotta accept the fact that they just ain't got it right now. Yeah. Um it is what it is, you know what I'm saying it's unfortunately. Um but the one thing the little schools can do
2: is get the, the leftovers and some of the leftovers aren't bad no nah, exactly all you got to do is, is coach them up explain something but then we <laughs> they coach them up for, for a couple of years and next thing you know they, they're getting in the in the transfer portal and moving on on to bigger and better but i think with the with the uh in the scholarships going, going over 25 i'm saying that's going to work in a, a mario's favor that gives a uh, Mario uh, more room to work with.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives him more room to work. You can just look at the class that he just bought in. It was only 14 high school kids and 11 um, transfer portal kids, which adds up to 25. So 25. he could have literally bought in 25 high school kids with the addition to 11, if he wanted to choose. You know what I'm saying? It still could have had a turnover with some of the players still leaving. Um, But yeah, I could see, I definitely could see Mario basically benefiting off this big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, man. Kyle, what's good, Kyle? I ain't even seen you come in.
3: I know, bro. I was working and shit, man. What's good, bro? We missed you last week.
0: Yeah, 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 man. I was had to take me a little uh, a little break, man. I was, you know, going through some things, man. But I'm back, back in action.
3: I feel. You. Hope everything good with your shit.
0: Yeah. But we on
4: tonight? Good.
0: Yeah, good. Everything bro. good, man. Um, just trying to get and get a hold to everything that's going on around college football. I'm going to talk some recruiting. I'm waiting for Gabby to come in. Me and Gabby are going to talk the um 23, U1 recruiting class. Basically, what we see um so far we'll be we we will get um you know but I, like i'm gonna tell everybody now everything is not official because mario wants a lot of the players to um visit during the football season
2: yeah yeah you
0: know what i'm saying of is saying let's commit now you know why commit now when you still got a season where you can take them visits so um you know mario has a plan man you know once mario gets them on campus then you get the idea of yeah, that kid gonna come or not. So
3: hey, look, look, you, 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 and Gabby better have me some good news on Hakeem. That's all I need here, bro. Hakeem Williams,
0: everybody keep asking what's going on with the homie Hakeem. <laughs> that, that's
3: that's, dream, that's my number bro. one, bro. Hakeem,
0: huh? your number one.
2: Yeah, and for me, yeah, yeah. Mm. Every receiver, every receiver, every receiver. Hey, nah, I'm 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 going with Ray uh, oh, oh, Ray. Ray Ray, I mean,
0: okay, yeah, Ray 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 will be my number one if 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 Brandon does decide to just not come to you on um, Ray Ray is number one. I like I like Ennis and Uno Robin. Yeah, I mean Ennis is number one, period. But if that train that we see, he's not going to come. Then yeah, um, Ray Ray is number one. Um, I tweeted yesterday about what I see them doing. And basically this class, I think you um is gonna go attack speed.
2: Shit. Robbie is ex- it's explosive from Killian. Yeah, you got that so kid you got
0: explosive, bro. Yeah, so you got Robbie already a speed demon. Yeah. Um
2: you you got you still got Jalen Brown and, and Ray Ray out. You gotta get a what you call it back in the too. uh uh gene andy, andy gene man we got to get gene back in i man. want i want Dang.
0: andy to come back man i want andy to come back because now if you add andy you got a four
2: by
3: four track team
2: right now ain't, ain't no bullshit <laughs> X, what, what was the dude
3: what was the dude name you named last time uh X when he ever,
0: was it zay or something what was his name oh you talking about william files yeah files yeah william files that's william files is my guy of his boys like he's just a big grown man out there uh um, I think yesterday somebody described him as Dwayne Bow. And I say, dang, that's a good one because he's that. You know what I'm saying? He ain't no 4'4", four, 4'3 four, four, speed. Mm. But what he going to do is catch the ball and he going to push you off him and keep running. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so use that box.
3: Yeah. What's his, what's, what's his size, ex?
0: He's six two and a half, probably almost. He, he could grow up to be six three. He's
2: like – he might be 200, 205 right now. X, hey, you know what, X, I'm going I'm to I'm be real, and I know a lot of people hate, hate to hear this, but but Jalen Brown is not even in my top five receivers, bro. He's fast. Oh, man. yeah, they,
0: you know, Hurricane
2: fans don't want to hear you say that. Bro, <laughs> he is fast, and that is it, bro. I've been watching the kid for two years. Oh, yeah. Hurricane,
0: Hurricane man, Luke man, don't want to hear you say anything about Jalen Brown. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jalen Brown Let's- isn't in my top five, bro. You just can't. You can't teach a coach that type of speed. They no, fast I, I, like that. He's, I, man, it's like listen,
2: he's just dope. Listen, you exactly right. But as a receiver, nah, he nah, he definitely not in my top five. I mean, right. and, and, and to be honest, he's a better defensive back. That, exactly, exactly. That's exactly. what I keep
3: hearing. I haven't, I, yeah. I ain't really checked him out, but I keep hearing that. Streeter yep. said that too.
0: Yeah, no, he's a, he's a, he's a good defensive back. You know what I'm saying? So it's an option, but. We you know he likes to play receiver. Um, and he's fast. Uh, if you got a guy that can go out there and run a four-two-four-three, I you know it's it's pretty much you're not going to not take him. You know what I'm saying? It, it, unless you got five five Brandon Inneses in front of him,
2: you're not not going to take him. Listen, man, Jalen could fuck around and go to the uh Olympics in 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 in, in a couple of years. That kid, is yeah, fast, he can, man. he can.
5: Yeah,
2: he has that type of speedy man. So. What's up, man? We got we got the homie
0: Gabby in here, man. What's going on, Gabby?
5: What up, guys? What up? What up, X? What's what good, Gabby, on, man?
0: Gabby, man, this 23 class, man. It is B P-A-B-Y. That's it. I'm not gonna say it's getting confusing. Um, yeah. but it's getting it's getting very interesting because a lot of pieces early on looking like they looking elsewhere, but are still in play with you. U-M. Like um we can start it off with the quarterback Jaden Rashada. Um, right. I mean I to me personally I still have you um favorite in the end. If he commits during the season. Now if he commits like summertime, then yeah, we out of it. But I still kinda of think we we favorite on that on that side with him.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean I I think he's planning to commit sometime here in June. I think he dropped the other day, so Oh. Um, whoa. Yeah, yeah, he dropped I know he dropped that top 7 that he released the other day. I think it's like Miami, Florida, Texas A&M, there's like Oregon, um Cal I think is in there. B, I don't know if BYU's in it. They might be um LSU's in there. So and then he said he's going to commit on June 18th. So that that that's right around the corner, man. Um I'm not sure uh Miami's feeling too confident right now. Oh,
0: okay, well, yeah, see, I didn't know it was going to be June. I thought it was still going to be, like, during the season. But if it's June, then, yeah. Um, yeah that's yeah.
1: what I was saying on the morning breath show today. I don't know. We'll I think that, about shit, that. that shit may be selling. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, does it, may- it seem like, are, are we are we losing momentum right now with recruits? Not saying that, like, it's a bad thing or, like, we did anything wrong, but it just seems right. like when it's all first started, everybody was like, oh, Miami. Miami and it just seems to be kind of dwindling down, guys looking elsewhere or whatever. No, it's not
0: It's not losing momentum. What you have is, um, okay, so what Mario and the staff is doing is they're not pressing or forcing kids to commit. A lot of kids like to play the commit early game, and then they're still looking around, and then you have them flipping and stuff. You know, Mario tell them, like, man, don't commit until you really, really, really want to commit. Wait. You know what I'm saying? Wait to see how the season go. Come for the official visits, and then you can commit. You know what I'm saying? You know, in the past, we probably had 18 commits already. And then by the time finally they come, 15 of them um, decommitted. You know, so it's like <laughs> we're not going in that direction no more. We like, man, this for real. Like, don't don't play with us no more. We here. I
3: think that yeah. whole that whole that whole Northwestern squad did that to us, didn't it? Mellow and all them boys.
0: Oh well, yeah, I, they had to do that, man. We we understood the FIU.
6: though.
0: We lost. Yeah, I understood. FIU. <laughs> we lost the FIU. I would have decommitted.
2: To, I would have decommitted after the games. No bullshit. Hey, yeah so um, hey, what you think about
0: the quarterback uh Emery uh Williams? Emery Williams I'm starting to, I I did a little research on him I'm
2: seeing this film um
0: you know decent quarterback not not um eye popping where you say, yeah he's he's a, he's out one. Yeah. Um 646 64 640, I think 64 something like that. Um he has a nice arm though. I could give him that. He has a nice arm. He has a baseball background and he plays basketball, so he's athletic enough. Um, you know, um, if that's our plan plan B, because we 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 miss out on anybody else, then I would say okay. But I think it's another quarterback they're starting to look at. Um, what's the guy? What's the guy named Gabby? Is Avery Johnson or No, no. It's
5: um Yeah, Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson is, is his name. Hey, it's,
0: it's so funny because. When I heard the name, I was like, I knew they didn't talk about the basketball coach. Right. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has same name. Yeah. No, I think that's an important. I think that's an important domino that uh, you know, could potentially fall here. I know Frank Ponce was in Kansas, uh, today watching him throw. Uh, I guess they're probably like an hour or so behind us. I'm not really sure where Kansas falls in the time zones. Not a, but um, you know, I know Frank Ponce is over there. Um, you know, I think it'll be interesting here within the next, maybe I'm, I'm assuming the next hour, two hours, if, uh, you know, Avery Johnson pops up on Twitter with that offered, uh, you know, notice that Miami pulled the trigger. And I think if, it, if he did, I think it would definitely make things interesting. Just, I mean, you guys are just talking about Emery Williams and, you know, he's, he could potentially commit as soon as this weekend, you know. And uh, I know Miami still wants to see him throw one more time. They went to go see him last week. Um, but that got like canceled due to weather, so they had to do like a whole NCAA waiver thing because they had already technically seen him twice in the spring to be able to go see him a third time because the second time uh, they couldn't really evaluate him. Uh, I know they got that waiver approved, so they're gonna they're gonna go see him at some point. But I think them going and checking out Avery Johnson now is uh is is pretty notable, and you know I, I'm kind of a fan. He has a really has a really good athletic profile, and I know he impressed a lot of people and. You know, even our, our national analyst, Cooper Patagno, who was there at the Nashville Regional, um, you know, he, I thought I, I think he kind of impressed really everyone that was there uh, just with his accuracy, his ability to throw the ball. I think it's probably the biggest question because he's a he's a kind of a freak athlete, you know, four five forty type guy four two short shuttle um, with 20 led his ball team to a 23 and two record uh, won a state championship. So, I mean, this guy has a really impressive a- athletic profile. And, uh, you know, if he can, you know, continue to develop as a passer, I think he has a – I think he's more a a higher upside guy than maybe an Emory Williams is athletically. But I think at this stage of their development, Emery Williams might be the more, you know, true pocket passer. So it's kind of like a, a preference thing towards, you know, how you sort of feel about those guys. But, I mean, I would kind of bank on the athleticism. I think that's something that probably entices me a little bit more uh, in terms of, like, you know, my flavor for a quarterback. So – well, however that develops, I think is is going to be pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, I seen um, I seen some film on him. He he definitely athletic, fast. Um, I don't, I'm I'm trying to see if he fits the Monica of Gaddis offense, where you know Gaddis seems to like a, a not not saying a pocket passer, but he likes a quarterback who can stretch the ball down the field. Um, I don't know if Avery Johnson is that, but Again, (laughs) a quarterback running the four five, and if he could just throw decent enough, you know, you don't, you do not look at that. You're like, hey, okay, we could work something out with it. But as of now, those are the two names. Um, I guess we could go ahead and put them in front of Jaden or Charlotte now. Um, Johnson, and then um, uh, Williams. Um, I don't know if it's another quarterback. You know, pretty much it might be another quarterback coming on during the season. Um, but those are the two names we know as of now. Now, my question with you, Gabby, is would you see a scenario where we take two quarterbacks?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I mean, I just think, uh, I mean, I don't know how many of you guys saw like the NCAA legislation that was passed today. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. For the,
7: on that. yeah, yeah I mean, for the, on that, yeah.
5: that's great. I mean, just like for the next two years, you basically can bring in as many guys as you want. Um, Mario Cristobal's first class at a new place really hasn't recruited his own quarterback. And I think Jakari Brown is awesome. And I think he definitely had a hand in, in keeping him in the class because, you know, there was definitely some other programs, you know, trying to, trying to take him away. But, um, yeah. you know, again, when, when you have the flexibility to maybe bring in a few more guys and, uh, you know, I'm not really sure what the scholarship situation would look like next class. But, uh, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think it would be crazy uh, to see two quarterbacks, especially if you can't get one of these, like, top elite guys. Like, if you can't get a Jaden Rashada, Like is going Avery Johnson, Emory Williams, a a a possible scenario? I mean, maybe, uh, maybe not. I don't know if you know that's something that you know. Again, I I, that's nothing I've been told, but you know, again, just kind of pulling the lens back a little bit. I guess I could see a situation where you know Miami tries to take two guys. Does it? Does it? Does it it bother y'all? Does it bother y'all if we don't
3: get if we don't get um? Let's say who it is that we're looking for, like let's say Rashad or whatever. If we don't get him or his quality and we bring in two projects, does it really bother y'all? Because it's like we're going to have quarterbacks for the next, what, three to four possible years. So I wouldn't mind just if we have to just get, okay, well, we just got two project guys or whatever. And then we try to get another big name, you know, next year or whatever. Would that really bother you guys? No,
0: it won't bother. It won't. I mean, it, I don't think it'll bother the program either. Um, because as you say, you still got TVD this year. Um, and, yeah, let's just say TVD leaves after this year. You still got Jake for a year or two, and then you still got Ja'Kari for a year or two. So um, any quarterback that comes in this class, unless their name is – um, what's, the, what's 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 Manny's son's name? I mean, what's Manny nephew's son's name? Unless it's him, I don't think no quarterback going to get guaranteed playing time coming in unless they just that good. So, yeah, it don't bother me as much. Um, it does look good to recruit a quarterback so you could get other players on offense though.
5: Yeah. And honestly, it, w- it wouldn't really bother me either. Um, Just because I mean, again, I, I, I mean, I don't think it would really, again, and just like kind of following up on UX, like, I don't think it would disrupt anything either. Right. Cause I think you still feel really comfortable about the quarterback situation. I mean, you got Jake Garcia again. I mean, this time last year, there were people in the program thinking Jake Garcia was probably the better you know, fit for them than Tyler Van Dyke. And, you know, if Jake Garcia doesn't hurt his ankle, I mean, who knows how, you know, last year plays out because I think Jake Garcia would have gotten, you know, much more of a shake. I think that competition could have potentially lasted longer and who really knows what happened. So I think there's a lot of people, you know, that still feel good about Jake. And then you, again, Jakari, man, I think he's a guy you're you're projecting, you know, two years down the line with him. I mean, he fully, fully understands that, you know, he is a work in progress. Like he is not rushing to get on the field. He's not expecting to, you know, walk into anything next year i don't even think he's expecting to win the job next year he understands that he's a you know two potentially three-year type of guy and i think when he puts it all together he has a he has a crazy high ceiling in my opinion just like his his size and his ability what he's able to do with the ball in his hands you know just in terms of making plays and what he can do on the ground and if he can develop as a passer i mean that's been a recipe for success in, in in college football um you know again not to drop any crazy comparisons but like you know, we obviously saw what Cam Newton did. I mean, that's maybe yeah. just like him absolutely touching every inch of his, of his potential. Uh, I think more realistic, which was, a, I think was a great uh, player comp from, from Andrew Ivins um, is Hendon Hooker. And, you know, we saw what he did at la- last year at Tennessee. And I thought yeah. he was one of the better. he was definitely one of the better quarterbacks in college football. And I'd more than held his own in the SEC after coming from Virginia Tech. And yeah, he was like, a. I think it was, that was like his fourth year in college football. So uh, you know, I think Jakari potentially is a better prospect than Hooker was coming out. So if you can accelerate that by maybe a year, I mean, I think you have to be really excited about that. So if you bring in a couple guys like Avery Johnson or Emery Williams or, you know, guys that are maybe quote unquote projects, uh, I think you're still feeling pretty confident about what's in that room over the course of the next, you know, three, four years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm, you're dead on with the um, with Jakari Brown, man. Uh, street free to tell you, like, once he got here. All we kept hearing was, "Don't, don't act like um Jake Garcia just gonna get the starting job for next because it ain't gonna be, it just, they just not gonna give it to him because they say, man, they was really high on Ja'Kari Brown. So, um, again, you know, he he looked at a whole lot better during the end of spring. He started making the throws that quarterback's supposed to make. Um, uh, we know how how athletic he is. So again, like I say, you got Jake Garcia, you got Corey Brown. It's not a big deal to not get the top quarterbacks that you need in this class for 23 because you still have quarterbacks already on the roster that can get the job done. Um, and they feel very confident about both Jake and Ja'Cari. So I think we good with quarterback situation. I don't know. Um, like I say, if Jaden comes, then that that makes it even better for more competition, but we know if outside of that, everything else will be project sitting there waiting. We got Kane Swag. What's up? You got a question?
8: Yeah, I did. Um, I'm not sure I I 100% agree with uh, the quarterback situation, us us recruiting the uh, the Emery is it Emery? I forgot the guy's name.
0: Yeah, Emery Way. Emery Yeah, because
8: I, I I just I just think in this situation, like elite needs to keep eliting. Like the only way we're gonna rise to one of our biggest problems that we've had for the last almost ten years is recruiting. And you always want to recruit better than your roster. And so gotcha. while I understand that this dude is a project, and he may have some upside. I've seen that so many times, over and over and over again. We come in, we get a guy, and I, and I may be golden and many eyes. And yeah, I think you. I think you realized realized the the shit. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you. I'm
0: gonna ask you this. Yeah.
8: Okay. Okay. Hey, that's Sean. On
0: TVD? Yeah. What was, was oh, what's TVD, up, Sean? Um, what's up, bro? Yeah, that's Sean around. Was, okay. was TBD um, a project or was he was he elite? Because everybody well, really didn't nobody in. know about TBD.
8: Yeah, but he was a he was still a four-star coming out of Connecticut. I mean,
0: okay, so let's let's eliminate the star. Let's Did we think he was elite? Did we think everybody last year thought Jake Garcia was going to star over TVD? Yeah. What
6: about? Mean? What about So the did we actually think
0: TVD could get on the field and do what he did? Like, is it I don't know. So I'm trying to see, I'm trying to understand like where you're coming at when you're saying, Oh, you gotta recruit the elite of the elites. Um <laughs> I, I just if, think if you want to recruit. Can play football. He can play football. You just got to get him in the right system and the right players around him.
8: Yeah, I, I, I get that, but like the quarterback, one of the biggest things on your roster, and, and I think that's something that we had a struggle with before we had T V D and then when we had my man uh, Kaya, yeah, was right, the quarterback Kaya. position. Is it's is, it, and and that's the thing. And then you got to also understand, elite players want to play with elite players. Yeah. And so no matter how you spin it, when you get this commitment from this three, and I'm not trying to knock the dude, you know, I, I've been looking at this film over and over and over again. I see the upside. I see what everybody's saying. But my problem is is if you can get a Rashada or a Moore, Dante Moore, and I understand they they trying to negotiate their NIL deals, but if you can get them, that sends a message and a surgence to your to the to everybody, to the nation, and, and, and we are recruiting nationwide. Like I'm looking at it every day. Like it's it's kids are flying in to see what's going on with Miami because there's so much buzz, and you gotta hit them in the mouth and, and be like, "Look, we ain't playing. We got an elite quarterback. We but we on the verge that we could end up getting a, an elite running back, if not two, because um, they just start picking up uh, the recruitment with my man who just committed, I think, to Notre Dame. Um, you're trying to flip Joseph. And you just want to just keep sending the message that that this is this is a real thing. Like I don't think we can what? mess around with this. Before. But what if okay, we can't? So-
3: but what if we can't get him, Sean? What you what? Like, do you feel like we should like over overtax ourselves on trying to get Rashad? Like we should do everything, pay him five mil, whatever. Like, what if we can't get him?
6: Ken Dorsey wasn't a five star. Okay, so so
0: now listen, I'm finna I'm finna go ahead and just give you the reason why it's not a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. Right now you have you have you have this thing called a transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of schools are starting to rely on the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So is it that much of a big deal to get that recruit in that class and then he don't come and play and then he transfers? Now what?
8: So I heard I heard that argument today. Um, on King Sport, and I was like, I, you know, I hear that, and I know the transfer portal is a real thing, but I, I, I just always believe that the cream is gonna rise to their top, and so uh, I one mean, of Cle- it's, it's
0: it's kids going to Alabama, Ohio
8: mm-hmm. State,
0: Georgia, Clemson, th- these top programs that's transferring, and you telling mm-hmm. me the cream will rise to the top, they transferring? I mean, it just it's just a here, so. Getting a certain player, then and then you can double, you can always double recruit him. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, you
0: know what I'm saying. You always double recruit them. Like, look, we we didn't get, we didn't land um, Tyreek Stevenson the first time, but then he comes mm-hmm. back. We didn't land Fred Lanson Lan- the first time, but he comes back. We didn't land Henry Paris, but he comes back. So you always double recruit him. Yeah, you recruit them. You don't get them, but you still recruited them and have that relationship. Say, hey, you know you can come back home yeah. or come back where you belong. Stuff like that. So. I'm not gonna say it's not a it's not a big deal. I'm not gonna say it, it hurts or you know it helps, but you know, um, then are Mario staff man, so I kind of trust them.
8: More, I, I do, I to, do hear that. that. That I, I do trust their evaluation. I, I a trust them I,
0: I trust them a lot more
8: to evaluate and get the players that we need to get going mm-hmm. in the right direction. But but he did inherit at Oregon. He did inherit that quarterback there, and then right after that, he didn't have the same. Well, I mean he
0: he came to Miami. He just inherited uh t v d and Jake mm-hmm. and Jacari. So he he's in a good situation right now. I mean and, that, and this is Miami, so we can we could always get us a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, we recruit him. So um yeah we gonna we're gonna switch over to um running Chris, back position, what? man. Running back position. Um it's Chris wanted to say. Anything? Go ahead, sweet.
1: I think Chris wanted to say something.
6: Nah, uh, oh, what's oh my bad. I didn't
0: even see. What's up, Chris? What's
6: up? What's going on, X? What's going on, sweetie? What's up, bro? Um, no, I just wanted to say that, you know, Dorsey wasn't a highly recruited quarterback. Uh, he wasn't a five-star or a four-star when he came. Uh, he was surrounded by good players, and he was able to get developed uh, the right way around the good players. So why can't Emery be the same type of situation? Yeah, yeah agree, but that
8: I um, like I say he that, that,
0: that nobody you, you expects gotta, him you, to come in and play right away. You you, you, so you got to call sniper that though
8: cuz cuz that that those days are over like that that stuff we, we got <laughs> okay. to they, they're continuing to re- redefine and refine that star system. They are. Man. I I understand. I don't I don't I don't think I agree with that. Stars? We had that that's
3: the that's the one Martin Rule kept saying uh we talked about on the show and I kept saying you don't have to have that five-star quarterback each and every time. You, Georgia just proved that again. So it doesn't Listen. have to be that way. Yeah,
8: they built yeah, the they Georgia elite defense too. That, that's what helped yeah. them out. Okay, but – I so know, but that's what, talking, what I'm saying. So talking
6: about if you recruit at a high level at every other position, defense, running back, cornerback, whatever you want to call it, and you surround the quarterback with those type of players, then – and you can develop them. He doesn't have to be one of those guys that you're saying a five-star. You're, you're trusting your your coaching. You're trusting that you, you'll be able to develop him. And you're, you're trusting in the fact that you're recruiting in every other position that you're getting as well, correct?
8: Yeah. yeah, I agree with that to a point. But so Alabama tried that formula and it worked for him for a while. And then what did Saban do? He adjusted. Now that boy got the number one. That that boy firing that thing over in Bama. Yeah, but didn't didn't
3: Mac win one?
8: And Mac wasn't was Mac, was
3: Mac Jones that high level of a, of a quarterback? No, that no, wasn't.
0: wasn't. He wasn't rated like that's that. like that.
3: Um, mm-hmm. Right, that's what I mean. So it's still Thank going on. It's still very good. much it's doable because it's college. Our Twitter you know space from you last have night. to. You have to recruit well, coach well, we and just get a, a guy up, that can do what you uh, need him to do it's for it's your so system. So that's not saying we have to get a guy that's pedestrian, but it's okay to like miss out on a five star and get a three star and develop him.
0: Yeah, I get I get where I get where he's coming from, and he's right, he's right in the sense well, if you're going to recruit with the big programs and be an elite program, you gotta start getting elite kids. I understand that I mean that's just facts, you know what I'm saying? But again,
6: yeah. Man, for us, uh, this yeah.
0: cycle. I don't think quarterback is is, is important, um, as important as other positions. You know what I'm saying? If you gonna,
6: but what I'm trying to say is, if you're if you're recruiting at a high level at every other position, you really, I mean, a five star quarterback, you don't you don't really need that right now. I mean, it will be great to get it, but if you can get you know like an Emory and the and you believe in the coaches and you believe that he could go ahead and develop him, he has two three years to get developed into that system. And you're you're trusting your recruiting and all the other positions to to pick up and to improve there, correct? So that's gonna make him better just as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Speedo. Um a um,
1: few few things, man. Um a few things I'm gonna butt in here real, uh, real fast. Uh we sat down with Darren Smith, uh Kane linebacker man. Uh everybody in here, the, the link is at the top man. Y'all go check out that interview. Um, we interviewed Darren Smith with two, won two national championships, two uh, Super Bowls. Um, and it sounded like he felt like he wasn't supposed to be there and none of them. Um, interesting interview um, with Darren Smith. And um, IOD squad, man, we do IOD squad, Investor Die. That's at the top two, man. Uh, when we talk about NFTs, stocks, cryptos, we let people watch us trade. Uh, y'all can join that. That's also at the top. Um, Gabby, you in here? I got a question for you, Gabby. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm here. Gabby, okay, so you guys want uh, one of the bigger recruiting sites, probably sites. Um When it comes to the transfer portal and recruiting high school kids, uh, inside 247 Sports, do, do you guys ever feel that the transfer portal is going to eventually overtake high school recruiting?
5: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that there's just – I don't think there's any, like – I mean, for me, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess there's – it just depends how you view it. And I think every program view, views it differently. And that's why it's it's so hard to, I think now with this legislation to, again, expand the classes, I think that's one of the NCA steps, uh, like ways of helping some of those, like helping the high school recruiting that's kind of being maybe a little bit diminished because of the transfer portal. And, you know, so yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there's been an impact, uh, you know, for high school kids. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if you're a power five, type of kid if you're not going to be a power five kid anymore because of the transfer portal like i think if you're really good you're still going to go to a good program but i do think it i just do i do think some of those maybe middle of pack guys is where it really starts to impact but you know i think now when with schools I mean, there's a lot of schools that are under the 85 that have struggled to get up to the 85 because of you know all of like the the 25 band counter and i think with the ncaa opening it back up i think that sort of opens the doors for schools to you know, maybe roll the dice on some more high school kids. It doesn't have to be so hyper-focused on we need to get a veteran right now because we need to win right now. It's like, okay, maybe we can go into the transfer portal and take that kid, but we can also take a high school kid that we think has a chance because it's not going to impact our, you know, we're not worried about, you know, we're not like nitpicking on numbers. So I think every situation is different. But, yeah, I mean, the way the the transfer portal sort of come around and emerged, I mean, it's hard to ignore the, you know, the fallback of, of that
1: Right, right, right. I know. I didn't even think of it like that. Now, now you can take them all. Listen, now, now, now we can't. Now we can't stay South Florida. We can only get twenty five. We can't
0: get them all. Now we can get them now all. Now you can yeah. take them all. Remember, I told you earlier. I said, yeah, man, well, you got to stay under the eighty five. So it, it does now. depend.
5: It, it <laughs> depends because you do got to. You still got to stick to that eighty five man cap and all that stuff. But so as long as you stay under that, you can you can take them. Like I think I think like the the like the example everyone's using for the situation is like Kansas. Like apparently Kansas was under eighty five for like a a whole decade and they just couldn't get back to 85 or like close to 85. I I think this helps schools like that, that have just been stuck because you can only bring in 25 guys. Uh, You know, I think it helps some of those schools kind of, you know, come back with that. I think that'll benefit high school kids, you know, with, with some of these schools that have to, or, or that are able to just take these bigger classes. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we see like, you know, a 30 man class. I think if you're a, I think if you're a college football team that maybe, you know, you just want to even weed out some upperclassmen, you know, some guys that have been around the program for a while, you can go in and take 32, 35 high school kids. And, you know, you got to tell some of your older guys that maybe you feel like haven't developed or, you know, just aren't, you know, moving the way of your direction. Like, Hey, you guys got to find somewhere else to go. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that I think this, this, uh, you know, the removal of this uh, 25 man cap impacts things. And I think high school kids, uh, you know, we'll start to you know benefit from it. I I would imagine, but I mean, who knows? People could just start taking like twenty transfers. I mean, I could definitely see that happening too. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, so X, X I ain't got to have a number one no more. We could take seven receivers. We can take all of them now. I think ain't got to have a number one.
0: I just I just told Speeder earlier today. Um, instead of taking twenty five, now you can, you could go take thirty five. Take thirty five players and and get get the rest of the players who you don't want on your team out. Um, that's basically. You know especially what what Gabby was saying, so um, you know, for all y'all who said, oh, you um only look, you um could take eight receivers now. If they want to taking so all, them. all receivers in South Florida. Take them. <laughs> I know that will make all y'all happy, man. But yeah, we are gonna switch it over to, um, um, to running back position. Um, this running back position is 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 uh, I mean, it's a clear club, It's two players we really, really want. Um and have a chance with, uh, one, Mark Fletcher, he ended up committing to Ohio State. Um, and, you know, after talking with a couple of people around his camp, he loves it. He he loved the fact of how they treated him and um, how they went and took him into the running back room and showed how, how they would exactly use him. Um, so I get it why he committed to them. He, they made him feel wanted. They made him feel like he was the guy. Um, is that going to stop you from recruiting him? No, you're definitely going to keep recruiting them. Um, the other running back is uh, Cedric Baxter. Um, I know they feel real good about him. Um, I don't know a timetable with his commitment, um, but I still feel very good about that situation with Cedric. Uh, we could see two running backs took um, in this class, uh, which I expect actually to see two running backs took. Um, how do you feel about that, Gabby?
5: Yeah, I mean I think that's uh I think those are definitely probably the top two guys um you know Cedric Baxter uh you know an elite you know just an elite type of talent. I mean you ask, I mean any anyone I talk to and you know I know people that are like you know are on the side or whatever um you know I talk about Cedric Baxter as like my favorite recruit in in the class. I think he's a I think he's a three down type of guy. I think he's a workhorse. I think he's uh, he's definitely I think he's the best pass catching Running back in the class, I mean, I just think he, I think he fits, uh, you know, today's game so well. Um, you know, I think he's one of these guys that you know he's going to just be just such a huge addition to you know wherever he decides to play college. Football. I'm going, I'm going to go up to, I'm driving up to Orlando in the morning to watch his spring game against uh, Osceola. Okay. So, um, I mean, I, hopefully, I'll have a, you know, for those that follow me, I mean, I'll have an update on him, you know, probably sometime tomorrow night or early Friday morning. But uh, so, uh, but yeah, mine is definitely in there. He's definitely the guy that they want but they're definitely pushing for Mark Mark Fletcher and uh I think that 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 sort of pursuit has turned up here recently you know even after his commitment to Ohio State.
0: Yeah, um uh I
5: mean
0: I I actually was like you know if I had a crystal ball I was going to say Mark Fletcher was going to you um um because he loved it his family loved it um and what took place with him in Ohio State was just you know they 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 overwhelmed him. Like they, he came in and they showed him everything that a player who you could recruit wants, and it was just a no brainer for him to commit. Um, uh, I know people ask me, is it going to stay like that? And I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, what I'm saying I don't know if, if it it'll be hard for him not to stay committed to Ohio State. You know, what I'm saying because Ohio State does throw the ball a lot, but they do feature a running back who always gets over a thousand yards. So. Um, those two running backs with him and Cedric Baxter, I mean, to be truthful, I would love to have them both, uh, just, you know (laughs) what I'm saying, being greedy, I would love to have them both. Um, you know, who knows the situation, how our running back room, because our running back room is still kind of crowded a little bit, everybody's still underclassmen, so, um, we'll see how that goes with the number, um, of recruits they take for the running back class. But yeah, those two names are basically the ones that New Orleans out in front of trying to to get a commitment from both of those guys. Um, we switch it over to the receiver part. I know this is this is what you have been waiting for. The receivers, man.
6: Oh my gosh, uh,
0: Gabby. I don't know about you, but I get questioned about the receivers every day, at least like ten times a day.
5: Yeah, I mean that's a that, that's definitely a popular question. I mean, I thought we hyped up this 2023 receiver class for for a while now. So, uh, I mean, yes. I guess
0: that's the result of that. Yeah, we, we hyped it up so good that the other day I, I hyped up the 24 class even more. And now people saying, well, hold on X You're telling us we got two receiving classes back to back. We could get, it. I said, yeah, yeah,
5: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like, we
0: really got two classes, but, and then when I seen how Gattis go attacking the receiving class, I'm like, he wants speed. He wants to get that speed right now. Um, and that's why they turned it up with Ray Ray. That's why they, you know, got uh, Robbie Washington. Um, they they want Jalen Brown. They want guys who can run. Um, we got we got possession guys. You know, you got to get them guys who can change change the change the, the, the field fast with one plate. So um, the um the four to five guys I got, I got um obviously Jalen Brown, um Robbie Washington, uh. I said weeks ago that Ray Ray, Nathaniel Nathaniel Joseph was going to flip. I already said that. Um, That's in the works. Um, Hakeem Williams and William Fowles were the other two. I was still trying to figure out which one we would get. Hakeem Williams thing, I'm not feeling too good, too confident about anymore. (laughs) Um, But, hey, who knows? You know what I'm saying? They could probably still get him. So.
5: Yeah, I think you got to. I think you got to throw Andy Gene in there. I mean, just kind of talking to people, you know. Just even this past weekend, I mean, Andy Gene is 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 a guy for them. You know, like that's someone that they really really want back in this class. You know, they did not want to lose it in the in the class. You know, after he had committed to them, really committed to Brian McClendon and all that stuff, uh, decided to open things back up. But yeah, I mean, I think those guys that you mentioned. Uh, probably the only replacement I would make would be Andy Gene and place William Fowles.
0: Andy James, you play. Okay, yeah, it's so a William Fowler I mean, and I don't know the situation why we're not recruiting William Fowles. I would just William Fowles, the, the way he plays the game, he plays the game as a big receiver. Um, you don't um, haven't had a receiver that that plays the game like that in a long time. So, but um, I would look if we get if we land Andy Gene, Nathaniel Joseph, um, Jalen Brown, and Robbie Washington, you have a four by four track team on your football yeah.
6: team. So, um,
0: I'm happy. Like I'm, that's 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 a, that's I'm happy. That's a squad that you could just be happy about. Cause each player, um, get that ball in their hand and they go all the way. So, those about the four, and then maybe if they did, what to say? Let's take a fifth. You know, um, that's where you can see things get a lot tricky with uh the other receivers you have um on board.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think a, I think a potential fifth. I mean, obviously, I mean, we got to we got to kind of remember that Lamar Seymour is still committed and and still in this class. And I think he's, I don't think he's someone that they just intend on you know dropping or anything like that. So I think you always have to sort of factoring him in. You have to also kind of have to factor him in in terms of like you know if you're again if you're kind of expanding it. Let's say they do decide to go to five. Like, does Lamar Seymour stick around? Like, I don't know. I think he's had a pretty good off season. You know, I think he's been. You know, pretty impressive, you know, throughout the seven-on-seven seven circuit. I yeah, mean, he yeah, had yeah, a real good offseason. Yeah, I think he had a, bit, I think he had a you know, big junior season. Um, You know, I think I'm sure they'll want to see how he just cont- continues to, you know, progress, you know, in the spring. Like, obviously, throughout the spring, that really just passed and, you know, into the summer. And I'm sure they'll have him camp at Miami over the summer and, you know, seeing how he sort of does over his senior. But he's someone that, you know, I'm not totally ruling out of this. Um, you know, so I mean, I think Lamar Seymour again, if they're going, let's say they go five, which is a big, it's a really big number. But, um, you know, let's say they just decide to go ahead and do it. I mean, that's, that's a situation that, you know, I could definitely see. But I mean, I think if, I think if you had a, you know, like a hidden camera inside, you know, Josh Gattis's meeting room or, or on his recruiting board or anything like that, I mean, I would bet that Jalen Brown, Robbie Washington, Nathaniel Joseph, and Andy Jean is like, at this point, in terms of, like, most realistic and most attainable, I would bet that, that those are probably the four that, you know, if they can get those four, like, the, like all, all those guys in the building are going to be sleeping soundly at night. Because, uh, you know, I think that that would be an incredible haul, Uh, you know, yeah, that's, even that's considering a, the good. fact that you miss maybe on a Brandon Innis or a Heike Williams. Like, I think that's a really strong group. And, again, I think that they see Andy Jean as, you know, one of these premier guys, too.
3: Hey, Gabby. Because I was I was saying this to X before. Did, 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 the 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 Hakeem is my guy. Did the interest? Did the interest for Hakeem from UM, Did that ever lessen? Because at one point of time, that was kind of floating around there. Did the interest ever kind of just like dissipate a little bit? I,
5: mean, I don't think so. I mean, I I went over there like probably one of the first days of you know Stranahan's spring practice to sort of you know figure out because I mean those are those are st- that was stuff floating around our board too. I mean, just talking to people at UM, I never got anything that would suggest that you know they were not interested in hiking Williams. I think you know he's someone that they're extremely interested in, um, you know. But uh, I, I, you know, I think interest has to be reciprocated too. And you know, just going over mm-hmm. there, uh, you know, I think that uh, you know it seems like you know Miami's doing all the right things. He told me he, he told me he gets text messages from Mario Cristobal every single morning from every single staff staff member, offensive and defensive staffers, all that stuff. But again, it's a it's a two way street, man. And you know, I think that. High team is probably trending elsewhere and I think when Miami sort of senses that you know I think you know these guys have been doing it a long time these guys have you know Mario Cristobal's put it together a few uh, you know top 10 recruiting classes has recruited his fair share of, of highly talented recruits I think he can get a sense for maybe when people maybe aren't feeling it or whatever it is and I know that they're going to continue to try I don't think that they're waving the white flag or anything like that but I do think that they have to sort of figure out who's sort of in and who's sort of realistic at this point and who's actually again reciprocating the interest that. You know, they sort of see – I know Miami tried to set up a few visits. Uh, Hakeem, I know, canceled one of them to, to go up to Alabama, which is totally fair. He's been to Miami a million times. But I know that they really did try to get him on campus, you know, over the course of, you know, spring practice and all that stuff. It never happened. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I, I just – that's sort of my take on the Hakeem uh, Williams situation. Mm, I got you. I appreciate yeah, that, Gavin. Yeah.
3: I
0: mean, and, and he'll, and trust me, if Speak we, when we, we had him on the show, man, I can say, man, I'll I be at all of you on games. I'm there yeah. every, every game. So um, I can guarantee he'll be at games this year. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not mm-hmm. – I didn't lose all hope. You know what I'm saying? I just see that things aren't looking as promising as I thought before. Um, And we'll see. We'll see how things go with that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if we take five receivers – That'll be, you know, hey, let's load up. You know what I'm saying? Um, we see how things
9: go, but uh, um, the time. Real, real quick,
5: real, real quick, X. I, I th- also think like this can change during the season, right? Like depending on how Miami does. I mean, I think some of these guys might just want to see it. Um, I agree. I think that's. I think that's something else that Miami's sort of battling too, like this perception that they're still the same Miami that they've sort of been, and you know, in yes. a lot of ways they are because that's who they've been. I mean, you are who your record says you are. You are, you are, you are, you are um, but, you know, I think Mario Cristobal and, and these guys are still sort of battling that, that, you know, some like maybe they're viewed as like, oh, I have Miami, but I want something bigger. And I think what Miami's really trying to do is say, no, we're like we're Miami, like we are as big as, as, as it gets, you know, and I think that's something that they have to work towards. Again, I think it's something that Mar- like Mario Cristobal said, that's not something you put on a T-shirt, you know, that's something you got to go out there and do. That's something that they have to earn, uh, yeah. you know, for, for them to have that, that sort of. <laughs> you Know, reputation or expectation from even some of these top local guys, like, oh, I got the Miami offer, I'm good. Like, some of these kids in Texas, like, oh, I got the AM offer, I'm good. Or now these Cali kids, oh, I got the USC offer, I'm good. Like, I think Miami's still fighting to get back to that spot. And I think it'll come, you know, obviously if they have a big season, which is why I'm super, you know, super excited about what they did in this transfer portal. Cause I think, I think these are all, you know, maybe a few six month band aids with some of these guys potentially going pro after this or whatever it may be. That'll you know potentially that could potentially push push them into that you know ten win mark and get into the ACC championship game and I think if that happens I think we're having very different conversations than maybe you know late November December and you know closer to that early signing period.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, if the season turns out to be good, promising for us, then we definitely gonna have a good uh, recruiting class. And then at, at end of the day, Mario went and got a top fifteen recruiting class within. A couple, you know, maybe a month. You know what I'm saying. So the thing is to get them here when when it really counts. You know what I'm saying. If kids commit now, they can always decommit and flip. You know what I'm saying, especially with the NIL stuff going on. So um, I don't I don't even take it that serious no more when they do commit. You know what I'm saying, because if they're still talking to other schools, guess what? It could it could happen, and it, it that's just a part of the game right now. So. Um. It t- we will move to the tight end position. The tight end position, man, I have – let me see. The, the guy I have is Riley Williams. Um, He's from Oregon, I think. Oregon, Washington. One of them. I think Oregon or Washington area. He's about 6'5". Six, six, um, good pass catcher. Um, I think we have a chance with him, Um, especially What he's co- – I think he comes down on a visit. I think we get the last visit or something like that.
5: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm. I'm not like sure about the key. order. Yeah, I'm not sure about the order, but yeah, Riley Williams is. Riley Williams is definitely probably. I mean, I would probably put him as like the top guy in terms of, of like you know what they want to do at tight end for sure.
0: Okay, so Gabby, I wanted to ask you this. Okay, so we they recruiting um, what is is it? Jason Jason Huxley, something like that? That's how you pronounce his name. Are we I'm so, what What is it? Is it Jason? Hold on, I wrote it down. I are talking, it down.
5: About, are you talking about Jackson Howard? Okay, Jackson Howard. Jackson Howard. Yeah. Okay. Are
0: we? He plays both tight end and defensive end. we yeah. recruiting him for we recruiting for defensive end though, right?
5: Yeah, I think earlier on, I think earlier there was still kind of like questions like, is he gonna? Is he sort of developing into a tight end? Is he gonna play you know D ends? I mean, his dad was an NFL defensive lineman, so um, you know, I definitely think that you know that was a question early on. I think it sounds like it's going to be defensive line. I think. Just talking to him after the spring game, I I think that that's where things are trending. Him and him and Joe Salavez, his dad and Joe Salavez's dad are real close. Um, Yeah, Miami gets his last official visit. I think that that's. uh, I don't know, man. Coming (laughs) off that spring game, I got really close to that to that crystal ball. I wanted to hold off because he went to LSU the next weekend. Uh, But I I, kind of like where Miami stands with with Jackson Howard right now.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, yeah. That's another kid I've heard. uh, They they feel very high on him, um, and. I seen that yeah we get his last visit so if we get his last visit I feel very confident that uh you know most likely it'll be a cane end of the day but Riley Williams that tight end um good pass catcher um the tight end the, the tight end position to me it's not big because University of Miami just somehow finds a way to create tight ends no matter if they're the number one tight end in the nation or the number fifty tight end in the nation they just find a way to create it so um. Riley Williams, he's a top tight end. Uh, we could get him. Um, I don't know if we after any other tight end um in this class. Uh I would love yeah. for us to go after Adam Moore, but I don't know how much they're gonna do with that.
5: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not really sure I see I see that happening. Um a couple other names I'll throw out, I'll throw out there for you. Uh Reed Mikeska, uh just he's a kid from like Bridgeland, Texas, I think. He just decommitted from Texas. Uh, he'll be at Miami this coming weekend. He was actually supposed to be at Miami like the weekend, like the weekend after he ended up committing to Clemson, but he backed off of that. So oh, I, okay. think, uh, I think, I uh, think you know, Reed Mikes is definitely a guy in play for Miami. Uh, Jackson Carver, who's uh, up, in, up in Indiana, he's like a former lacrosse player. Um, I mean, just big, really just like a big, big kid. So, uh, you know, I got to talk to him, you know, right after his visit at Miami and, uh, you know, got to actually just size him up. I think he's a pretty, I think he's a, a pretty intriguing uh, looking tight into again super raw i think still sort of trans transitioning uh from being mostly a lacrosse type of guy so i think uh you know jackson Carver's definitely a name there um who else we got here uh jelani thurman out of you know georgia I, i'm not yeah, sure miami thurman, has i a, heard about him yeah I, I don't i don't i don't know if miami has a ton of juice there right now but um you know i think he's still someone that's that's in the mix there um god this kid that this kid from uh I'm sorry, bro. I'm not even on my computer. This is just like all off the dome. Um, this kid from uh, I think Virginia. I think he's gonna be down in Miami this week. He's from Ashburn, Virginia. God, I can't remember his name, but I- I'll get a few the, um, He's a kid the- that decommitted from Vanderbilt. Um, I think he's gonna be down this weekend because he told me he was going to UCLA, North Carolina, and then Miami. So um, okay. he'll that's be the at six, I think... Seven
0: kid. That's the one that's 6'7, or I am not
5: sure if he's 6'7. Maybe he is. I don't know, man. I gotta I gotta go back and like just even find his name. Um, he's another one. Uh, they offered this kid. Um, from Ohio. It's like Miami'sville, Ohio. Um, that's a Cincinnati commit. And, uh, you know, I think he's like from Florida or like, how did he spent a good amount of time in Florida? So um, yeah, he's definitely uh he's definitely a, another name to know too. I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta get back to my laptop and actually like find and fa- and fast plans.
0: forward, fast forward to 24. Uh, they just offered a key uh, um, 24 class uh, and he, he goes off to Johnson and say, well, this is my dream school. Um, me and my dad watched this team play, and we, we all know how the dream school thing ends a lot. With yeah. But um, I you guess I like kind of a different sense with him. He's really saying, like, yeah, that's the school I want to go to. Like, I was waiting for that offer.
5: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just we'll, – we'll, we'll see. We'll Julian see. Randolph from Vanderbilt?
1: What you say, Sweetie? Julian Randolph is his name from Vanderbilt? Yes,
5: Julian Randolph is the – is the 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 Virginia kid,
0: right?
5: I'm hearing the. Oh, okay, up, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, Julian, Julian. Okay, yeah, I see, I see. He's like a ba- he's,
5: he's like a basketball kid.
0: Oh yeah, he played tight end. We take we love basketball players yeah. in tight end. <laughs>
5: Let me see this other kid's name. Jackson McG- McGowan. Jackson McGowan yeah. is the, is the is the Cincinnati uh, tight end. I think he's definitely one of these dudes to know. That tight end. So, yeah, hey,
1: so um, out William
0: Fowles. He's about the same size as Khalil Brantley, right? Um, I don't think no, I don't think he has as much weight. William Williams might might be two oh five, maybe.
1: But that's in high school eating sodas and and hot fries, man. He, yeah, he he's put together for a high school kid, bro. He's going to get on campus and and, and turn into Zeus.
0: Yeah, he is. Um, like I keep telling people, that's that's why I would love to be in your class because he's a he's a man amongst boys out there
6: um yeah six two,
0: six three, two oh five in high school yeah that's yeah that's big man that is that I mean like they say they they described him as dwayne Bow yesterday and I was like, yeah that's him <laughs> that's him man so we can get into the um the officer line the officer line is, is where things get a lot. Well, for me, I, I yeah. don't say forget Gabby, but for me, um, it's just a lot of names out there, a lot for of sure. names. Um, and the one name I know everybody keeps asking me about is well is um, uh, what's his name? Um, Peyton Kirkland. Um, I can't get a read a good read on. Um, I felt good at one and I felt like it was Florida. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just lost on that one. I just like hey man, it have whatever happens happens. I'm not going to. Jump out the water with that one. Um, how do you feel about uh, Peyton Curtis?
5: Yeah, it's an interesting one. I feel like every time you talk to him, he sort of says he says all the right things, and uh, you know, I do think uh, you know him getting a chance to really sit down with these guys the last time. I think he spent a couple days in Miami. Um, you know, really got to like actually in, because the only other time he had been at Miami was for that elite prospect day, but that was kind of oh, okay. But that was kind of a mess just because Miami's staff wasn't fully put together, and there was a million kids there and seven-on-seven seven teams and all that stuff, and just Miami did not have like the bodies to like make that work super efficiently. So uh, I think getting him back on campus, uh, you know, for this, uh, you know, for a you know, two day unofficial visit, I think was really, really big. And, you know, I think he really likes crystal ball and mirror ball and, you know, the whole offensive line development of Miami. So, you know, I think they're in there. Uh, another guy, I'm going to be in Orlando for the next few days. So, um, you know, hopefully another guy that I'm going to be able to see and catch up with. I'm still working that out.
0: Okay. Yeah. Peyton Kirkland. Um, his commitment date is in June or is it? in July? Yeah, July twenty third.
5: Right? I mean, Derek LeBlanc already backed okay, off of that. Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm interested to see if they just continue to go forward with that. Maybe Kirkland does. I could see Kirkland of the three being the, mo- the most likely to to stick to that July twenty three date, but uh, well we'll see.
0: Okay, yeah. So the other two guys, you don't feel like they'll they'll they're go ahead and commit. They'll probably wait. I mean,
5: Derek LeBlanc already said he's he's not gonna he's not gonna commit on that. Um, on that July 23 during the oh, okay. that's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's, lineman from the Osceola, yeah. Yeah. So okay. another guy I'm gonna see tomorrow.
0: Oh, okay. So you're going up there to see. Okay, yeah, so it's right. so
5: it's Osceola versus uh Edgewater. So I mean it'll be Derek LeBlanc, Cedric Baxter, um, John Walker, uh Jaquin Jackson, Bo Masco, and then, you know, I mean can't I mean it, it's just a really it's it's a loaded game. So, you know, just wanted to to take the yeah,
0: out there, say Edgewater. Don't Edgewater have that um, Cedric Baxter? Yeah, don't they have the other good running back? Oh, I don't
5: know. I, I know Cedric Baxter who plays for Edgewater. Um, I'm not sure if they got another Either, guy. Don't Ed, oh, that's
0: that's right, that's right. Ed, Cedric Baxter
5: used to play Cedric, for him. Cedric okay. Baxter. Yeah, yeah it's Cedric Baxter. I finished. I thought it
0: was. Um, hold on. So the young, the young guy, who, young plays for Lehigh. Yeah, he's at Lehigh. Oh, yeah, okay,
5: young okay, right.
0: okay, so yeah, I was getting them two mixed up. But okay. Yeah, the offensive line. I got um. I, 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 for a name that's been floating around. I don't know how much staff is going to pursue strongly, but I think if we don't get anybody else, um, they would definitely get him. Um, Johnny, Williams. John, Johnny, John a. Williams. Johnny Williams, Johnny Johnny Williams, Johnny Williams, yeah. Um, if we don't get any of the bigger, the big, the big targets, um, like I said, it's a lot of names with the office linemen, and I just don't even get into the office alignment thing because it's just. Um, <laughs> you know we've been we've been you well, know, man. We haven't been getting those big targets like that, but hopefully things could change with um the way Mario and and Marvin are gonna recruit. Do you think the um the kid um how do you pronounce his name Street the one that's that's committed to us, the one that was um, Frankie? Yeah. Yeah, do you think we do you think he sticks in the
10: class?
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see it. Um, you know, just kind of, you know, again, uh, Cooper Patagna, one of our twenty four seven sports analysts, he worked in Mario Cristobal's recruiting department. He says that Tin allows, you know, one of those kind of projects that you know, M- Miraball and and uh, crystal ball will sort of roll the dice on, you know, every cycle because he has all he has like the big body and and you know all those types of things that you can you know try to fall in love with, and if you know if you mold it the right way, it could be like you know one of those guys that ends up working out for them and i you know i think he can end up being a guard uh you know if he kind of puts it all together and you know becomes one of those guys doesn't have a ton of you know football experience under his, but i think he grew up playing like rugby or something like that and then like played like adult yeah. league football with like his dad or something like something crazy like that so i think he's someone that you know is, is interesting and uh could end up potentially working out
0: okay okay and then um another another one is what antonio trip um I, I they they're gonna move. I think they'll move. They'll move him to center. Yeah. Or he's he's gonna stay at guard? Yeah, and that,
5: I think I think he'll probably. I think he can end up being. I think he'll end up being probably a center. Um, you know, th- these interior linemen, I think, are are both pretty interesting. I mean, just Antonio Trip coming into the class. I mean, kind of surprised everyone on like that. I mean, he came for that you know unofficial visit, and he was there for I guess a, a few days, and then just sort yeah. of then just sort of popped and you know I think that's a I think that's a good win for them in an area that you know I feel like they want to sort of get back into and that's the DMV and you know trying to go you know just recruit a ton of these different guys and you know I I don't know if they'll get anyone else from that area but you know it is one of those regions that produces a lot of talent so um, I think that that's a I think it's definitely worth taking one of those one of those guys up from that area if you want to try to you know cement yourself or just wedge yourself into that region.
3: His father was in here, I believe, when we started. I saw Antonio Tripp Sr. and, um, ah, man, I guess he's gone. I'm trying to see if he's still oh, he in the was, audience. Oh, he was
0: in. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he's, he, uh, from from the film I've seen of him, yeah, he, he looks good. He looks the part of, uh, uh, looks like he could come in, you know, sit probably a year, two years, and then get, get going for us. Um, at, at center, I think he's, I think his, his, um, his ceiling is that center, um, which which would be good because we 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 got some short centers. We got a six one center, and a, yeah, a six two center. We need to get somebody who's six four, six five. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see how it go. Any other surprise names, or you think at the opposite line? Um I mean, think, well, yeah, well, you know I think there's. Going after?
5: I mean, there's there's a lot of names that we're going after. I mean, uh, you got Francis Maloyo at IMG. Another guy who I think could probably end up kicking inside, which is fine. I mean. People, I feel like take that as like a like, take that negatively. Like, like, oh, I think he could be an inside guy. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You need five of them up front. I think Go can end up being potentially one of those inside guys. Uh, Chase Basantes up at Don Bosco in New Jersey. I think is definitely another name. Um, Olos, Olaus Allenin, I think he's from that. He's from like that big private like private school up in Connecticut. Uh, he's gonna ov Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, and then Miami. Um, you know, so oh, he talk
0: about the um. He's from, the, he's from the, he's like
5: he, fin- he's, he's like from like Finland or something.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. he like,
5: he like six, six, like 300 pounds. Yeah. He's a big dude. I mean, there's a lot of yeah, real big. Yeah, Mon- real big. Monroe Freeling is a kid from South Carolina that I really like. Uh, Caden Green is a kid from Missouri. I, that he's going to officially visit. Um, And then just even again, more in- inside guys. I think they should stack up on those inside guys. Madden Sanker from Georgia as a kid that I think Miami has an okay shot with. He's going to officially visit Roderick Kearney. I mean, from the, from the Jacksonville area. I mean, I think he's a big, big-time interior type of defense, uh, offensive lineman that I would love for Miami to sort of continue to push for. Um, another kid from Georgia on the inside, Jonathan Klein. And another tackle body, you mentioned Johnny Williams as like maybe one of those low-key guys to maybe keep an eye on. Uh, there's a kid from, again, the DMV area, Oluwitos Babale. He plays at Matha, who's actually going to come down and play. Really, they're going to play someone that's big. I, I think oh it's so back, I think
0: they're supposed to come down to play. I think they're playing the they're play Heritage. Like I think they're playing,
5: I think they're playing Cardinal Gibbons. And oh, uh, Gibbons. I know that I, I know was... that's a kid that they really like. I mean, just again, one of those like under sort of under the radar type of kids. I mean, we have an 88 grade on him. Um, but he's another kid from the DMV that I think that they would absolutely love as like a tackle body. Like from what I from what I've heard on him, again, not someone that we talk to a lot, just because I mean kind of tough to get a hold of a hold of. I've tried to get a hold of him multiple times. Um but I know that like people inside inside the building are really really high on this because they call it. I think his nickname is like Big Tree or something like that. So they're definitely high on Big Tree.
0: Yeah, that's this man. It's um, a lot of them names. Um, yeah, there's more. A lot of names. But <laughs> a, lot a lot of more. names. Who were saying you was uh, bringing up was? Um, you're basically saying they could get kicked on the ins, kicked to the inside. Um, um the, the the guy who's at IMG, what's his name? Frank? Um, Fra- Francis Malgoa. Yeah, Francis. Yeah, um, I, I say I, I said it from the day one. I, I say if, if you don't um, want to recruit with the big boys, that's a guy that you have to land because yeah. he can be your basically your franchise officer tackle on the left side. Yeah. Um, you know, so you get somebody like that, then you're pretty much going to have a good recruiting class. Uh, other than that, but yes, yeah, a lot of names. Um, you're saying that a lot of them get kicked on the inside, on the outside. It's good that they could be interchangeable,
5: though. Right. Yeah, and and there's more. There's more that like from even those guys and it's just to get into each and every one of them would just be so much.
10: <laughs>
5: yeah,
0: yeah, man. So, um we pretty much okay, anybody got some more questions about
5: on um, the offensive side um, Yeah. me and Gabby spoke on? Yeah. I, I got a I got a few more minutes. I probably got like 10 more minutes cuz then I got a I got a pregnant wife, so I definitely have to be okay, here okay, okay, okay.
0: Nice. I mean, we'll we'll stick with offense right now, you
5: know, we, That's we'll cool. just stick on offensive side. Defense we'll get to another day. Yeah, and, we, and I'll definitely hop back on if you want to do that.
0: Yeah, so anybody got some questions real quick for Gabby, um, for the office side of uh, recruits that we, we, we be after? Lance, I see you. What's good?
10: Man, what they do, X? what they do, Street?
0: What's good? What's good, man? Um,
10: Hey, Gabby, can interest, you tell interest, me about the kid? Can you, me, can you tell me about the kid? What you think about the kid from Winter Haven, the cornerback from Lake Wells?
5: Uh, 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 Jeremiah Anglin? Yep. In terms of like from a Miami point of view, or just like what I think of him as a player, Miami. I don't know. I, uh, I I don't know if they're gonna like make like a super strong push there, but I think he's good. I mean, I, I he first. I mean, the first time I heard his name was uh was at that what is it that national combine in San Antonio they do during like the All American Bowl. Mm-hmm. I know he balled out there. And you know, I know he's been on he's been on the radar since then. I know he came down. He visited for he visited in January. I think you were there too. Yeah. Um. For that that January that January twenty second day that they did the elite prospect thing. I know he was there for that. And uh, you know, I know they they finally came around and offered him. Um. But again, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, again, I think he's more probably more of a safety. I think that they're still trying to fight for some of these like maybe like top top type of guys. Um. I'm not sure if they start. I think he is probably. I'm not saying he's like not. I don't. I don't think he's low on their board, but I think they're just it's still going after like the you know Jonel Aguero's, like you like these you know fringe five star type of guys that uh, you know they really like, and you know I could see them potentially turning it up on him, you know down the road. But I think right now, uh, you know, I'm not sure if Miami's going to get like super super involved there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I, think I see. Me, we just
10: bought
0: in. Um, Antonio Trip. That's uh, the, the 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 father. What's what's going on, man? Antonio, you here?
11: It's senior. Hey, oh, uh, you hear me now? I had to turn the mic on, I think. Okay. What's going on, sir? Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Doing good. Good. All right. Yeah, I, I, I always be chiming in when y'all turning on. When I say in the 23 class, I, wanted to, I was listening to y'all. But I heard y'all was talking about my son uh, recruiting early when we went. Yeah, we went down there, whatever, like, a lot of people was asking about him recruiting, like, about him committing early. But when we went there, he had, he already had still, like, probably, like, another, maybe, like, 28 offers at the time. But, like, when we went down there, it was just basically, like, once he went, we talked to the staff for a couple days. Like I said, I was trying to tell people, like, I'm going to back my son up, but I'm not going to pick the school he go to because I'm not shooting up. Getting on the field, playing. They got to go there. Yeah. So when we basically went there, he just basically was feeling everything, crystal ball, and mirror ball was talking about, like, how they fit him in playing. And, like, we went back to the hotel and we was just discussing everything about the uh, program, looking at the little history. And he was just ready to pull the trigger. So I was just backing him up. Like, if you want to do it, then just do it. Yeah, I mean, it. Um, yeah, like, like Gabby said, it was –
0: it was a shocker because we didn't get word that it was going to be a commitment. And then when right. it happened, we was like, oh, we,
11: wow, that's good. You know we saying? didn't even, we didn't even know. Like we still, he still like, he had a lot. Oh, we still had a lot of schools to go to. Like we never like this. He still had like Michigan, Texas, a and M. A A lot of them guys still was like calling us real heavy. But at the same time, he was really feeling Miami from him talking to coach Potter and mirror a couple of times. So. I just basically was like, did my little history, and I was also like, and everything they was talking about, and you know, like what the future was looking like for So I was like, go ahead and do it. Okay, yeah, that's good,
0: man. We we love it. We 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 appreciate and love the fact that he did pull that trigger, man. Um, he's Definitely. a good player, good player, Definitely. man. Like I, I was saying, you know, they kick him into center, man. I think that's his ceiling. That's me personally, right, right. Um, he get the center, man. I just think, you know, that's his spot, his bread and butter, um. Um, he has the size. He has the quickness. You know, um, I haven't been around him to hear him talk or hear him dissect plays or nothing like that. So I'm right. pretty sure he has the intelligence to play that position. though know? um, definitely, definitely. Center, center's got to be intelligent and stuff. Yeah, he
11: actually played it like our Center went down like earlier this year, like in the season, and he actually like played center for like the whole second half. I was scared, though. I ain't gonna lie. I was like. <laughs> I thought he was going to mess up, but he actually ain't messed no snaps up or nothing. And he was, he kind of like been talking to like a lot of people because he really trying, he trying, you know, like every other kid, like his dream go to the NFL, but he been doing his own research, like, you know, on his size and saying he grown growing. So he really was interested in like playing the center position and like, you know, maybe trying it out and try to switch to it just to see if it might could get him to the next level because of his size. So he definitely, though. Know, He definitely a Doug though. I can't wait for him to really get down. I know I hear how you guys talk. I know y'all how how y'all be about football. Y'all just scared about y'all get the right recruits. But I know this recruit, he definitely gonna put it on. I just can't wait for y'all to really see him close up. Oh man, trust me, he get down here, man. We to love him. Definitely, yeah, definitely, man. He he definitely the challenge though. Whatever challenge, I like. He not like any other kid. Like a lot of kids, like might be feel like they don't want to get other kids with him because it might take their spot away but he still be on here like still recruiting a lot of kids yeah, trust me I see, I, see, I see it I see it like, like, hey, that's, All right. that's yeah, what I wanted to say he definitely about the competition he's been starting Boston since he was a freshman so it's like when he stepped up he definitely about the competition so that's why I, I can't wait for him to get down there he definitely gonna compete at yeah, this that's good, year. man. Um, he, man. you think he played okay? So he planned on um enrolling early. The, the school, the private school where he go oh. at, like the league we in, they, like, they don't allow that at yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that's once we go into the private school, they definitely right. don't allow That's the only yeah.
0: bad thing about high right. school private school that I don't like. They yeah. don't allow
11: the kids to enroll early. Um, uh, and some I think they need to fix like immediately. Definitely, okay. if the kids had the credits, but it's just something about that—that—that that, that private school, like you know, <laughs> they had their own rules. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like do that, whatever man. they say. Go. Hey,
3: Dad, I was gonna say that's what that's what make your son a sinner. Making them calls and leadership, you see him yeah. out there
11: recruiting. He yeah. is ready
3: to lead a team. The way he out there recruiting on uh, Twitter yeah. and stuff, I'm like, yeah. man, this dude is a hurricane,
11: bro. Yeah, and he, he he, that's a center for you, man. He de- he definitely he definitely love it. Like he he, he staying in contact with those guys like every day. Like they that de- like when I be hearing y'all talking about the other recruits, like I know them recruits. They definitely ain't lying because that's how they do. They they get up. They give everybody the wake up calls, text messages like every day. So it's not like they you he committed to him and they just like, oh, we got him and whatever. Like they definitely stay in contact and, you know, see what's going on. Coach Mirabal like had visited practice like maybe a couple weeks ago, like visited school. So they definitely stay in contact. Yeah, that's good.
0: That's good. Um, Can't wait. Can't wait till I'm not. No, wait. I'm, we gonna wait. But wait for him to finish his senior season, but we definitely can't wait for him to get down here to Miami, man. Um, definitely.
11: He come down there for his official, I think on the 10th. I think okay.
0: The 10th. And when he, when he be, when he come back
11: to the, um, to the legends camp. Yeah. I think that's like the, they said, I think that's like the 24th for maybe yeah. the 25th. Yeah. He's yeah. supposed to come back down there then too.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. When he come down, man, um, y'all can, you can get with me or Streeter, man.
11: Um, him, man, we could probably set up a nice little interview for you guys. If you, uh, you up for the challenge yeah definitely i definitely definitely see you guys you know get to know more y'all you know maybe in like another year so we be down there a little more but i definitely be on y'all show every time y'all really click on here yeah thanks man thanks
0: thanks for the support man we
11: definitely
0: lance what's good man hey
10: i i I wanted to call your phone like what's up with your (laughs) boy so it's the
0: boy Tyler Williams, man. What's happening? I
10: know, man, listen. Now I am telling everybody they were
6: asking me
10: to that say, man. I, I, think this is what I what I think about it, because I saw when it came out of the top ten. Like, damn. I think when they made that switch, you know what when, what when Mario was out. Those yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. And you know what I'm saying. Mario kind of came on them late. Don't get it wrong. He did come at them. And not a lot of people are like well late, but you, sometimes you build a relationship with these coaches already. Then somebody try to come in, yeah, you're gonna show them attention, but me, you're gonna show them, you're gonna let them know you ain't turning them down. But you still probably build that relationship with somebody else. Wasn't now, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't
0: wasn't 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 B Mac the one that um B Mac wasn't B Mac the one that um reached out to him first though, right? When he when he first got here, B Mac um then he then he left him for Georgia.
10: I think so. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's what, yeah. yep. I mean, look when that when that happened when b Mad left, I said, yeah, you know the receiver room wasn't dramatically changed because yeah, now you got to figure out who's the new receiver coach. You know what I'm saying? So, I I, I kind of figured it was going to be like that. Um, but Mario
10: did make a push. That's one thing I can't say he he didn't he came here and he he still you know he still got to do some work and shit. You know, Florida coming to this motherfucker, Florida State, but he did make a push on him. And maybe it was too late. <laughs>
0: It's, it's all good. Um, you you think it's completely over, or you just hell no?
6: Nah. Okay, I don't think it is. I don't never think
10: recruitment
0: over to they sign because, like, as
10: you know, at the end
0: of the year these coaches bleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. It's definitely true, man. Um, but it, again, like I say, the 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 receiver room. I'm going to watch them play tomorrow. The receiver room. I don't know. If you like if you disappointed that receiver room we bought up early, then you just don't like football. Right? That's all I can say. Yeah, I'm go gonna go check
10: them out tomorrow and see what he do, man. They play Venice tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: Maddie, what's up, man? You got in here and you ain't said nothing all day. My fault, man. I've been I've been
7: doing some around the house. I, 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 I holler the street. I was uh I was gonna be doing
9: something.
7: So, what's good, everybody? I uh, live what's good, Lance. Cooler How man, cooler man. I was just listening, man. I like that stuff.
0: Gabby trying to come back. I know, um. Cause I just got a DM right now. They talking about man. Hey, you think you think we could take five to six receivers? I'm like, come on, six man, that's a lot. That
3: <laughs> no scholarship. Uh, hey, we got to run about twenty five. 25. Hey, take, five. Them come on, take them all. Take them all. God damn it, take them. I mean, you, come on. Let, let's be realistic.
0: Do you really want to take six receivers in one class? Like, that's a, that's yeah, I don't give a shit.
10: To be honest, the <laughs> past happy lead is a happy lead. There's a whole lot of people hey, go. Not getting
3: snaps. Re- Remember, yeah, that, remember, that, nice. remember that. Remember that. Remember that lie. Lashley was telling us about six receivers playing.
0: I'll take it's only only four gonna get on the field if you if you have him. So I'll take five. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby, you back in? here. What's up, Gabby? You back in? Yeah, bro.
5: I got sent on a food run, so I'm in the car now, so I can I can hop back on.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah. Antonio, uh, trip there just got on. Um said uh he uh, he he basically just told the story uh how how they committed um you know coach Marbon and coach Mario the way they on him um and he said he, he's into switching to center position once he comes i guess if he you know when he comes down so um that's a, that's a good plus sign right there you yeah. you you solidify your anchor for the middle of the um, offensive line
5: yeah, I think that's a big. I think that's a big deal because I think getting that, like, like that's one of the positions that's a little tougher to recruit because I think it's one of those posi- positions that you typically have to get a, you know, a guy that's typically played guard or even sometimes a guy that's played tackle, and uh, you know, kind of sell them on the idea of playing center. A lot of these guys want to, you know, play the big money position of left tackle or you know even right tackle. So sometimes convincing these guys that you know there's ceilings on the inside could be tough. So uh, for them to have that mentality that you know he can come in and. And kick inside. I know Ryan Rodriguez kind of except uh, had a you know adapted to that too. Ja'Kai Clark did the same. So identifying those guys and and getting them on board is a, is a pretty big deal.
3: And yeah. we we don't have much we don't have much depth there, right? Because after Ja'Kai, no, no. you got Rodriguez. Yeah, we don't have any depth at center, so you really don't. I mean, besides okay, so you have
0: uh, Clark, you have Rodriguez, and they still you know do a little move here and there with. Um, with big baby Seymour, with, with Seymour. Um, yeah, I
5: think Seymour could be another guy that
0: You know, so those are three. You know what I'm saying? But you don't, have, and, and even with those three, you still don't have the ideal sides. You know, they all yeah. six two, six one. You know, I think Rodriguez is pushing six three at that at the at the most. So, um you know, you still want, you know, you want the ideal the six four, six five ideal center. You know what I'm saying? As far as height, weight, height wise. Um, so, but yeah, I think Antonio Antonio Trip he definitely fits that that uh, six four center bracket that we we definitely been needing
6: in the middle of the field. Are we are we going defense
0: or? Nah, we we'll, we'll do defense another time. Um, uh, you know, because Gabby was on, he couldn't stay on for a lot that longer. So we we'll, yeah we'll, we'll we'll get back to defense. Um, and defense not going to be as hard is offense, because offense is you know between the offensive line, it was just so many names that Gabby had named. Um, Pretty much on the defensive side, we almost identify who the staff is going after already, so it, you know it won't be that hard. Um, so, but anybody else got some questions before Gabby get up out of here?
7: I see we got one that requested, but before before we get to, it, I just want to ask real quick: what what's your thoughts on people who commit this early in the process? Say it again. What's your thoughts on people who,
0: like, on guys who commit this early in the process? As of now, like, like I told them earlier, I say I don't get excited anymore because you can recruit them, they commit early, and then on signing day or even close to signing week, they they could switch up. You know, um, it's just too much going on right now for them to stay committed for six months, you know, a year or whatever. Like, man, you got coaches still after them, um. They looking at NIL deals. They looking at this and this and that. It's just so much going on. Well, I'm not even excited about a commit until I see the name on the paper. Now, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just so crazy right now. It, to me, it's yeah, basically all timeline talk, troll talk. You no, know, um, nothing matters till the name is on the paper. Florida State just Travis Hunter. You know what I'm saying? They talked a whole two years about Travis Hunter. He flips on signing day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> is it is it that important anymore? Or you no? Know, I mean, however you want to get it. But
3: wait, anyway. I, uh, I got I got a question for Gabby. That's not it's not. Well, it's kind of recruiting later So, like, Gabby, so you 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 get a kid that comes in as a three or four star, or whatever, doesn't play for a year or two, but he hits the transfer transfer portal. Does his stars translate, or do you drop him a star, or is it production based, like? How does this this transfer portal stars uh, or ranking, I should say, change?
5: Yeah, I think that's a good question because that's something that I think they just started really doing now in terms of just, like, actually giving these kids, like, a transfer rating and all that stuff. I think they're a lot more, like, conservative in terms of, like, how they rank some of the transfers. Like, I think there's, you know, there's a lot of four stars running around out there, Um, you know, guys that even we have as, like, 89s that who could potentially be you know, power five, you know, starters, you know, there's nothing wrong with being like, you know, a three-star or anything like that. But uh, for example, like, you know, these some of these guys were like productive in college, like a Mitchell Agude, for example. I mean, six foot four, you know, 265-ish. Uh, I think he like broke the UCLA record for most forced fumbles. And I think like, you know, he gets like an 87 rating, you know, which would be like, you know, it's basically like a mid, mid three-star rating. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, there, there is a whole new ranking system. Uh, there are guys that are ranked higher as transfers than they were as recruits. There are guys that are ranked lower as re- as transfers than they were as recruits. And yeah, I think a lot of it is just like you know production. Um, you know what did they do and all that stuff. Like for example, Jordan Addison's like a five star transfer and all that stuff, and that's because he's the best wide receiver in the country. You know, like so it, it, I think it's a a lot of things kind of go into it the same way that they would sort of evaluate a high school kid. I think evaluating college tape it's probably – I think it'll tell you a bit more. So, um, you know, I think that they try to be, uh, you know, as accurate as possible with those transfer rankings. But uh, I do think that they've been a little bit more on the conservative side.
9: Yo. Hey, Kingsville. Uh, football, what's up? What's up? Man. What's going on? Hey, man, I want to say I appreciate you for reposting my song, bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah, hey, Adonis well. with, the, with the lime green cleats.
0: Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no problem.
9: Yeah, man. yeah. He he was happy when he seen now you're like, how many followers he got?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey oh, man, I, you know I'm here for the kids, man. I love the kids, man. I do anything for my South Florida kids,
9: man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it, bro. Like, you know, we outside. We um that's that this is uh for a lot of that hurricanes, you know, we getting ready for uh rank it up in Georgia.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I heard y'all. Um, yeah, the the, the tournament uh, up there. Y'all going? to. When, when y'all leave?
9: We leave. Um, it's July. The the, the the um the last week of July. So it'll be it'll be like the the twenty 29th,
0: thirtieth, or thirty first around yeah, that yeah.
9: time. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: This is a big. Uh, it's a big tournament up there. Yeah, go up there, represent, man. You know you gotta hold it down
9: for South Florida, man. Go hey, there, Hey, represent. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. This team right here, bro. It's gonna be tough, bro. I'm telling you all right now. I just seen one kid. It's like, like eight studs on one team, and they six years old. Oh man!
0: Yeah, I gotta come check y'all out for one of them practices.
9: Hello, Miss
6: Kelly. All
12: right, thanks. That's all I wanted to do, bro. Thanks. And no
0: pressure, man. No pressure. Thanks for coming in.
12: Yeah.
0: Mama Kelly, what's happening?
12: Hey, how everybody doing? We
0: good. We good. We good. To, hey, Gabby, Gabby, for life. Gabby, had a little question, Gabby. Before you get up out of here, um, okay, so the Ray Ray, the, the, the Nathaniel Joseph Ray Ray situation is you know, basically, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all over the place now.
6: Yeah. yeah,
0: Clemson had a policy about not letting their commits uh, visit. Um, I think let me see in March, I was telling people that Ray Ray was going to visit. You will. And I was like, well, if he visits, does Clifton still hold that policy against him? And uh, I got word, and they were saying they would allow him to do it because of how good he was. I'm like, well, that don't make no sense, though. Yeah. But um, now, you know, the, the word is out that he's, he got very good interest in University of Miami. Uh, I don't know. Somebody said he took some, some silent, I mean, some um, secret visits or something like that. I didn't find anything out about that. But... Now I feel like um is basically in the front in the driver's seat with him. You know, because he was already a UM fan. It was just our previous staff, you know, was being idiotic.
5: Yeah, so. yeah, I mean I mean really, yeah, I mean it's this is something that's been in the works for a while now. Um, you know, Ivan's did talk about those secret visits and you know, yeah, I mean I, I think Clemson's aware of those secret visits too, you know. I don't think this is something I think, this, I think this is something – I mean, really, I think we've done a – I think Miami did a good job of keeping under wraps while they could. Um, I think it's at the point now where I think it's just obvious that, you know, Miami's heavily involved there. Um, would Miami be this involved if a kid from Dade County hadn't gone on campus and seen them at any point? I don't know. I think, I think you can just read the tea leaves there, and I think you can put two and two together and say, yeah, it's probable that Nathaniel Joseph, uh, you know, made it to campus. Um, you know, I, again, secret visit. I mean, again, it, it's, this is happening, you know, this is not something like, again, it's something that people have kept low key, but I mean, he's definitely been around. I think Clemson knows he's been around and, you know, it's just full court press time. I think Miami's trying to, to flip this kid. And, uh, you know, I think that they're doing a really good job of it. Uh, again, I think they did a really good job of keeping that initial initial pursuit under wraps. And, uh, you know, maybe if he backs off that, that Clemson, commit and goes public with that you know I'll probably come in with like a backstory on you know maybe the frequency of the visits how many times they've happened um you know because I feel like I have a pretty good idea of you know when he's been on campus and all that stuff so uh you know but again this is a process you got to let it play out I don't I mean Clemson he's still committed to Clemson uh but I think Miami's doing you know more than enough to to you know really uh you know kind of keep him thinking about it and you know put themselves in a good spot
0: yeah, so for all of y'all who, who keep giving Uncle Luke a,
5: a lot of hell, y'all, it, it, it,
0: when when it does happen, I want y'all to apologize to Uncle Luke. Because um, y'all give him hell. and he, You know, he's he working now. He, you, Uncle Luke is a UM fan, man, too, too thick. You know, he's a UM fan. So don't think he don't want his players to go there. But he also wants his players to go to a team that wants his players.
6: X. I just want to interject. Um, we had Nathaniel on the space the other day and yeah, he, did, okay. he, he did say that he had taken visits to the campus and that he gets text messages every day from Gaddis and Ball, and that oh, they're recruiting him uh, really hard.
0: Oh, wow. So he came and said that he's oldest oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
9: A
6: and uh, he's uh he's a he's a very he's a hurricane fan. He always has been a hurricane. Yeah, so I fan. think yeah,
0: I think I think I think it's almost pretty much done.
6: <coughs> yeah.
0: He came out and said he's taking visits. Yeah,
6: yeah, he, he he did say he was taking He took visits and he said that he's getting recruited very hard and he's getting text messages every day from Gaddis and Cristobal.
13: Yeah, and he said it was pretty much even. He's like, only thing Miami just need to do is just keep recruiting him. Yeah, but I, I had a few questions for Gabby before he checked out. Um Yeah, go ahead, man. My question, all right, with the twenty-five limits, uh, a, a year scholarship limit that they they had before. All right, um, like, how was schools like Texas A and M going over signing thirty-three players and stuff? And my other question to follow that is, like. Isn't this going to be better for teams like Georgia and Belmont being able to sign thirty-five players? Now they get the best, like thirty-five, and then leave everybody else with the shits. But you still got, to, you still got to go under. You still got to be under the eighty-five scholarship limit. Um, so that, that's even more. So so think of it like this: If Belmont can sign thirty-five, they what? What's to say if they don't want to go after they even harder, that And then start going after the best of the best and push the ones out like Ty Jones, Bell. Push him out, like who's but that's thinking? that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna yeah, that's happen. That's exactly when, uh, what's gonna happen. That's
0: gonna happen. When you have the upperclassmen who hasn't, really done much. They'll say, "Hey, man, um, we think it's best for you to, you know, look look elsewhere because we bringing in such and such." Uh, or even if they don't tell them, you know, the the signs are there, like, oh, they just brought in six receivers, and I'm a, I'm a receiver and I ain't got on the field yet. Uh oh, you no, know, my I mean my red flag should automatically go up and say, yeah, they don't want. So let me go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So not necessarily good for Georgia, not necessarily good for Bama, because they still recruit good players. You know what I'm saying? And they players do wait their turn, So it's not saying it's good for them. You know, um, and then you still got to have under that 85 scholarship limit. That's the major thing that's going to be a, a issue with teams like Bama. And, and, and,
3: and,
13: Bama still got to come with I was about to say as far as after, um missing out on the UCL receiver, like was it anybody else in the portal that Miami might look at for receiver? Um
0: yeah, right receiver, uh yeah, yeah, Gabby probably can answer that one. I don't I don't know. Um I haven't looked into the portal just yet for um any more receivers. Um uh, so I don't I couldn't tell you that. But Gabby yeah, Gabby might can answer that one for you.
5: Yeah, I mean I, I don't really think it's anyone else in particular um that they're gonna go after right now. I don't know. Let's see if like maybe a grad transfer name emerges right now. Um I don't think that there's anyone currently in there that they're like, you know, super, super like we need to get this guy now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it I mean, you know, it was it was a it was gonna be a privilege for us to get an extra receiver anyway. So I don't think it's that much pressure to get one just because we didn't. Um I think you know, Gallus likes he likes the receiver room. Obviously, uh it is we do need a speed a speed guy, but he does like the receiver room. So um I don't think it's that much of an issue for us to just say, Oh, we didn't get one, so now you gotta go crazy because we didn't. You know, it's still um a good receiver room. You know, Romello will be back, Romelo Bresley will be back. Um, so that's added depth and added competition that
13: I think he's gonna be the key because he missed spring. I think he's gonna be the one that flipped that wide receiver room and show what what we've been missing because he has the potential to be that number one player in my
0: book. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I think once he gets on the field, um Phil, he he doesn't get off the field like cause he just he's just that type of player. So we should be good in the wide receiver room, man. Yeah, anybody? I got one more question for Gabby, man. Um, I'm gonna let Gabby get out of here. Y'all got one more question to ask him, so go ahead. Nobody else. I see we got oh, we got Luke in the building. Let me get Luke on here. All
5: right, guys. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time and all that stuff. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I hop back on with you whenever you want. X. All right, just hit me up. All right, I got you. Thanks, man. All right, man. Appreciate you. Later, guys. Later, Gabby.
0: Mama, Mama Kelly, what's good, Mama Kelly? The official, she's the official football, footballville mom, y'all. Um, y'all better respect that. <laughs> she's gonna be the first. She gonna be the uh, the first
13: lady of the first lady of footballville. Yeah, first, first lady
0: of footballville, man. Uh, we going national now.
12: <laughs> yeah.
0: How things going? How going, Mama
12: Kelly? Everything good. Everything good.
0: Yeah, you been um. Uh, uh the league i know they on break now right when they when they report back to school
12: um they started classes monday
0: oh wow that's right that's right i, I forgot cuz um most of the 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 rest of the freshmen and then the transfers did come in this week okay that's right yep yeah so um they still ain't well i know they they said he should be ready by by the time fall camp come on but they give no specific timetable about when he'll be uh, able to pull go
12: Oh, he's already on full go.
0: Oh, so he's full goal now. Oh, so we ready? Mm-hmm. I told him the other, the other day. I said, man, I think now gonna probably be our best. He was in once he get once he get it help. Yeah,
12: he pulled go now. He was full go from um the end of the end of April. It was just after the spring game. Oh, so it was okay. like a week or okay. two after the spring game.
0: Okay, yeah, that's good, man. So, um,
11: Uncle I look, got a what's question for you, X. Hey, coach. Hey, guys. Uncle Luke,
14: what's How happening? Y'all doing,
3: man? Oh, what's happening, Luke?
14: What's going on? What's, what's up, good, man? man? You, got,
3: you, you, you brought us a Ray Ray shirt, Luke?
14: No.
6: <laughs> oh, come on, Luke. Hey,
14: coach, I told you we were going to flip them, coach. I know. Your, your, it's your job. I told you that. You got to get stocks okay. in the stocks. Stocks nah. in the stocks. <laughs> man so who all did we you know i you know i've been dealing with this spring so who all did we get uh in the portal did we get everybody we
0: wanted yeah we pretty much got everybody besides the um i think the one position they did want to ask was uh at wide right receiver so we didn't get um anybody at that position but every every, every other position we got what we needed
14: so the, so based on what we did in the portal
0: does that mean we we win uh, ten games or more? Um. I, okay. So with the with the current roster we have, including the Porter guys, um, and with the staff we have, we should win ten games. I mean, it looks like we should win ten games, but we have to get over that hump of being the the previous you You know what I'm saying? We got to get back to winning ten games. Actually, so on paper it looks like we can, especially with um. With the um, with the uh, the schedule we have uh, outside of Texas A&M, Clemson, I don't think it's any other team with as much talent as we that we have. Uh, maybe Carolina, but still not them. So,
3: hey X, hey, I, I got a question. I got a question to follow up with that. Us um, not winning ten games, can we just chalk that up to just not really just having the coaching staff? Because if you look at it like if we don't have a we had we don't have a string of not so good coaches but as soon as we got one when we got one with Mike rick we was able to get back into that 10 win you know range yeah. and stuff
7: that's a great point I, I just thought about the other day that malik roger is the only quarterback in i think almost 15 years to lead us to a 10 win season a double digit win season
0: yeah it is it, true um I I think the coach well I, I'm not thinking I do know the coaching staff we have now is better than Mark Rick's coaching staff, but you know Mark Rick just been doing it for so long, he knew how to get to that process. Uh when the first year Mark Rick came in, we were we was nine and four. And then the next year is the ten and two. I mean uh ten and what, whatever, ten and two, ten and one, something like that. So so this staff we have have the, the ability to get us there. It's the players. Um, I you know I'm now now it's the players. You know what I'm saying. On the previous staff, I would blame coaches, blame the coaching staff. Now I'm want you know if we can't get there, it's the players. Because I feel like the staff. You just got up, Josh Gaddis. Uh, he just won the um the the Broyles Award, the best Officer coordinator award. You just got um um Adai. He's one of the best defensive back coaches in the nation. You got Stills and Charlie Strong was two of the most sounded-minded defensive coordinators in college football. You have Dex and you have Mario, who's a coach who's a non-who, who works all day every day. He, you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like we got the staff to do it, but if we don't do it, it's the players. Hey, so, there, you is, is
3: that... Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Look. What
14: was that? Yeah. If let me ask you this: If if um, I, and I'm gonna keep asking this, has anyone on the team other than the quarterback emerged as the leader? Because I know we didn't see that in the spring. No one emerged as as the leader. Who do you, being that that didn't happen, who, who, who do we expect to become the leader? Because at the end of the day, you gotta have a captain. You gotta ask
9: somebody yeah, that's right. gonna
14: bring the culture and gonna bring the attitude that they're gonna rally behind. I mean, who's that guy?
0: Okay, so on the defensive side of the ball is James Williams. Uh, that's without a doubt the obvious uh, answer there. Um,
7: what about Reed?
0: He's just the leader.
7: What about Reed?
0: got?
3: It. What about who? Tariq.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay, so yeah, you can't. You can add Tariq. Um, but I just think I just think James Williams is that he's the better leader. That's I'm just being real. Mm, okay. Um. Tyreek. He. He. he Tyreek is going to be a great player for us this year. But James Williams, he has he has a sense about him where when he gets on the field, the players his teammates follow him because mm. he does it so well. So James Williams defensively, he's going to be that leader guy for us. Um. Offensively, even. Okay, you got TMD but you still need somebody else. And then I think, oh, man, um, it's kind of hard to name somebody off
3: cell phone. The, Z- if if the Zion talk? Pick. the Zion nah, speak? Zion
0: quiet, man. Zion quiet. Oh, oh, Clark, well, what about Clark? Man, the whole office of Ryan
7: quiet, man. Yeah, damn. Why. If I had to pick why, one, like, I would probably say it's probably going to be Restrepo or it's going to be um, shady. Yeah, he
3: might not be playing though. Channing might be playing, playing,
7: playing, man. But Chaney,
0: Chaney, Chaney Chaney will be ready for fall. I know, but it's kind
3: of uh, if he's not playing though, it's kind of hard to leave from the bench though. Hey, hey, he's one of those
0: kids though. I got you. Yeah, Chaney, Chaney definitely one of them. He definitely one out. He's on the field, he's going to be that guy. But like I, I mean, I, I see what Luke's saying. Luke's saying you, you need that alpha on the field that everybody has to follow behind his lead. Um, uh, I yeah, I don't think we, U.M. hasn't did a good job at recruiting that alpha male. Um, but I know they got one with James Williams. They got one with James Williams. Um, LT not gonna, LT probably not gonna talk as much. He's just gonna go out there and play football. Um, um, you got. I think you got more of the alpha males on defense. Said, you have on offense. I said, no, you know you why? I said, offense, you offense,
3: you, uh, you yeah, hey, you know why that probably you know why that probably is X. Because I know some of the guys you probably was gonna name over the past. All of our leaders have been. We talked about this before. I think it was on the space too. Uh, over the past, or maybe that was the in and filter. I can't remember. But over the past, all of our leaders have been guys that have came from other schools that know how it should be done. And on yeah. defense, we have more transfers over there, so we can look to. A, a mezzador, uh Caleb, or whoever, whatever. And we don't really have that on the offensive side of the ball. So mm-hmm. we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to organically develop some leaders. Or somebody gonna have to develop some leadership within themselves. I mean,
0: so um, so offensively, outside like okay, TV, I think TVD is that um he's become a lot more vocal. Um after that, after that, what he said about North Carolina State, I was like, oh he's he's the guy. <laughs> you know, um, he basically like, oh yeah, we beat them, we'll beat them again. So from that moment, I was like, "Okay, he's he's our guy." Um uh, the officer um, they quiet. Uh, I think the only one who will say something much is Scaife for the most. Uh, but the rest of them are quiet. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah, we definitely need somebody to be that leader, that guy on offense. Even even not even including TBD, because we know he's that already. We need somebody else though.
7: I think um quite honestly, I think on defense, the linebacker coming from UCLA is gonna have a lot to say in my opinion, as far as good as shit. Um, I don't think he's necessarily gonna be uh, one of those guys that's like just gonna take over the room like as my room James is gonna have a space uh as well as Avante. But I think that's kinda what you want is that senior leader in your linebacking core. Because you know, we always talk about the linebacker being the quote unquote quarterback of the defense. So I think he's gonna have something to say. But uh, we have a unique opportunity to have, you know, Mama Kelly in here. So maybe Najee can give her some insight she can share. I don't she I don't shared. I don't necessarily think,
3: yeah, not not no freshman though.
7: Yeah, I don't necessarily think even even
0: okay, so Caleb Johnson came in. I don't necessarily think he comes in and just becomes that instant alpha. Now Maybe he could be the alpha on the field when he's playing on the field. Um, but as of now, that defensive room belongs to James Williams. Uh, it's, I don't, it's, it's just what it is. James Williams is the alpha male in that defensive room. Um, and um have got Cam Kitchens who probably the most intelligent defensive player we have. So it's you got players on the defensive room that that could do that. Uh, it's just the offensive side, you know what I'm um, even okay, look back, even when Ken Dorsey was the quarterback at University of Miami. Ken Dorsey was most likely the alpha male. Cause he was the one doing all the talking. Um, he just had players on offense that went out there and made plays for him. You know what I'm saying? Um Clint Portis, well, Willis McGahee, Andre Johnson, you know, Roscoe. Uh he had he had Brian McKinney. Brian McKinney was definitely quiet in college, but Brian McKinney was an alpha on the offensive line.
6: X I had uh somebody DM me asking about how about Mallory stepping up and being a leader on the offense. Oh
0: man, Mallory is definitely not that guy to do that.
6: He's he's another quiet
0: one. Um and I'm not saying quiet, he, he talks, but he's not you know, he okay. Hey, I'm trying to name what was that guy who played who's plays for you on now. Um Keontra Smith, he's an alpha male who would get in there and tell you get in your face, you know what I'm saying, and talk. He's talking, and he's, he's trying to do things. He's an alpha. Um, again, on the offensive side, I don't know. I'm trying to get Streeter back in here to, to come, but he ain't – I don't know what he got going on because he could probably tell you somebody on offense that he thinks. But, um, yeah, like on Luce on defense, I mean, that's it. Deep, deep, we got him on defense. It's the offense.
6: I guess they were asking because since he'll, he'll be a senior.
0: I mean, yeah, that Ben been been the senior. That that doesn't mean he's going to be the captain, all alpha male. Um, it just means he's been here longer than everybody else. Uh, and if he don't he don't step he don't get it together, he won't be on the field because the Royals is there. He's the Royals is trying to play right now.
14: Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think that's the key. To, to going to get to to the ten games and going over somebody, I mean, when you when you look at any top team, or uh, great teams, or even all the University of Miami great teams, you always had that leader. You know, you you say Roscoe and Reggie and Willis and all them. Them dudes was talkative.
10: You yeah. know,
14: they're gonna get it. You know, each room back, at, you know, each room has his leader. You know, so. You normally have a bunch of guys, a bunch of guys that you can say, "Okay, this is the captain," because in my room, I leave my room. It ain't on us, you know. O line, ain't on us. D line, and I don't, I don't really rule out a freshman with a new staff. If a freshman come in there, his body type is where he need to be at, and he go up in there and he put in the work. And he can and and he gets on the field. He can be that. He can be that leader. But I, I don't see no guy
3: sitting on the, on the bench being the leader. Let me let me ask uh let me ask uh well you Luke, X because y'all be is there anybody y'all seen in high school like we know like in high school we saw James like flipping out and shit on the sideline and so you know he got that energy to be a leader to be get your shit together whoop whoop it ain't nobody y'all can recall or y'all can remember one of the kids at Central or northwood anybody y'all can't recall Romello, none of those Romello kids
0: Romelo Romelo okay. Brisson. Yeah,
14: Mello, Mello, Mello. Mello Brandon
0: Henry Parish. Um,
14: Mello gonna talk trash. I mean, I played, I've coached against him, and Mello is going Mello is very talkative on the field, you know. But again, just like you, just like y'all were saying, senior leadership is very important. I, you know, I it's kind of hard for me when a transfer come in and now he got to be the leader that just. To, to me, that don't fit well. It, it should be a person who was recruited there and who played there, and you know, who who done put his body on the line at the program, and then that other person come in and be, you know, assist system in leading. But
3: but that's that's how it's be been for now. us, Luke. For the last, I don't know how many years. That's how it's been for us, here. Been Rambo Reed.
14: Yeah, And I always compl- I was always the first one to complain because when the first day they sent that wide receiver to the as the captain to the to the media. To the ACC conference, I was like, I was like, that's that. They're going the program, you know. It has to be a guy from just my opinion. This just, just my opinion. It has to be a, a guy, you know, who's already been there. He should be able to take the leadership, and because a new guy got to come feel his way around. It's almost like if we go, if if I come to your house, I can't just go to your house and be in the leader in that, even though I might be the best cook in the kitchen. You know, I got to respect everybody up in there and I got to, you know, check the room and who's the alpha. And at that point, you know, I can assist them in being a leader, but then, yeah, along the way in the season, I could emerge as the leader, but ain't nobody, a leader is a guy who come to class every day, take his ass to practice. He leads in every drill. Some of these transfers, you ain't seen what they going to do, you know, in practice. So they can't necessarily... (laughs) come in right now and say, okay, I'm the leader that, I mean, that's just my opinion. You know, I, I pick leaders, you know, the guy, the first dude to the water fountain, you know, beat him to the water fountain, compete on every, everything.
0: So street the question was, uncle Luke, he asked the question, um, who on the team, the current team right now will be the leaders of the football team. Who's going to basically be the alpha male leaders on the football team. Um, I said. He said. He said. TBD. Obviously, as quarterback mm-hmm. for quarterback, I said James Williams for the defensive room, and um, Keanu Smith. You know, uh, is another one at linebacker right. on the offensive side. Outside of TBD, I don't think we have that. You you uh, think we got somebody on the offensive side? What What about Cam Kitchen? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, Cam Kitchens, but you know Cam Kitchens, well, he was he was out for spring, you know what I'm saying. So I'm okay. saying as of what we've seen this spring, Restrepo. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: I think he kind of leads That's what by, I said. you know what I'm saying, by example, by the play, he
0: just make plays, you know what I'm saying. I think Restrepo. Um, okay, but we understand the lead by example, make the plays and stuff like that. But we talking. Um
3: somebody somebody when your team when your team's down
0: man they call a timeout that guy getting in that huddle and he tells everybody what's going on. He's in their chest. It was, I
1: thought they was struggle built like that, but I don't think that's what y'all are looking for. But I think he is me knowing him personally, I, I, he's built like that. But um I think y'all are looking for um yeah. I think
12: y'all are going for somebody that's just going to be yelling and screaming. And a lot of times especially with these kids coming up that don't really move them. Uh, The best leaders are the ones that can kind of keep things under wrap, like keep it calm, keep everybody level-headed, not all that yelling and screaming because at some point, that shit start going in one ear and coming out the other. Um, So with him saying Restrepo, I don't really know Restrepo like that to say that he's going to be that person. But if y'all saying that he leads by example, then nine times out of ten, that's probably going to be the person that everybody looks to in the offensive room, obviously the quarterback is going to be the the number one guy. But after the quarterback, it's probably going to be restricted if he's the one that is going to lead by example. Like Luke was saying, going to class, um, leading all the drills, just doing what you got to do is leadership in itself. And then sometimes just coming to the huddle and saying, hey, we got this, 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 and this, this going on and keeping level-headed when you down by 10. That's leadership in itself. Some people just own and command a room. They don't have to be yell. I mean, they don't have to be um loud. They don't have to yell. They just flat out dominant. And that's really what an alpha male is. They don't have to do all that yelling and screaming and kicking and hollering. That becomes overly done a lot of times.
3: I don't, I don't think it's so much about yelling and screaming. It's just that on the football field, you have to have some kind of vocal leadership so I it's think like the word people so looking
15: for is accountability. Like, I think who going to keep the guys accountable in the locker room? I think people saying leadership, but I think a lot of people saying that, yeah, leadership can be just going through your assignments, keeping it level head. But I think that we just so, we got post-traumatic stress about discipline. I think guys are just looking for who who will keep the guy, who will keep
12: the locker room in line on offense and defense. But you could do that real chill. You could be like, hey, dog, like, what you doing? You ain't doing what you got to do. You ain't got to be loud when you do it. You can step to them and say what you got to say to them and walk off. That's a leader. That's probably the best leader because they're probably going to respect you more for not trying to put them on the spot or stuff like that. Like, I'm sure if some of these dudes tell stories, not necessarily dudes on the team, because like y'all said, accountability, discipline, and leadership, under the last half ain't been the best but like guys from other schools like a lot of times you get people that's leaders that be the best leaders that don't nobody ever notice because they do that they do it like so chill with it and sometimes you get across more than what it sounds like y'all looking for
9: uh i i you, I'll
3: give you an example it's not necessarily that but like when i say uh like vocal so you look at like i give you two examples uh De'eric King and KJ Osborne. If you look at the way they came in, they weren't really yellers and screamers, but you could tell they came in as leaders. Like that whole story about King and um Harley and that yeah, shit. Yeah. That's how Harley got his shit together. Like, that's a that's a dope ass story and shit. So I think yeah, that's what yeah, Luke is yeah. looking for. Like, who's that guy that's gonna hold you accountable? Like you're saying, no, you don't have to cut somebody out to hold them accountable. But who's that guy that's gonna say what needs to be said when it needs to be said? Like when when he Luke was saying Rambo went to the what's call it when they asked Rambo a question and he answered the question, honestly and shit, they cut his nuts off of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he got in trouble for what he was saying about the offense or whatever and shit. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we need somebody that's not afraid to do that. I
0: know. I know when, when I look at the leader thing and I, um, I try to take my, my perspective from it because I'm, you know, I'm different from this era, you know? So when I'm looking at the leader thing, I'm talking about, um, again the TVD thing when TV when TVD was asked about North Carolina state he said um I'm not worry about them we beat them last year we'll beat them again this year that's basically what i'm talking about he said that and guess what the team rallied behind him cuz they say hey man if he if he had the guts to say that i'm going to get behind him and follow him because i don't want to put him out there to make him look bad that's the type of stuff i'm talking about um and
6: shoot He
0: He went out there and did it. You know what I'm saying? The team went out there, got behind him, we won the game, and from that moment on, you say, oh, yeah, we got us a quarterback now.
12: Yeah, that type of stuff I wholeheartedly agree with, but it it just kind of sounded like it was going. No, no, no. I mean, you know, like, I'm not saying, like, the fussing and getting in, you know,
0: faces and fight. I'm not not talking about that because that, too, can be detrimental to the team. You know what I'm saying? You got somebody who's doing all this and you know, hey, hold on. That's not how everybody gonna respond. But at the same time, you do, you will, you know, you will follow somebody who will get into, you know, get into that fight. You're like, man, he got into that fight with two people. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if everybody remember this, this the play that happened last year. University of Miami was playing. I think it's North Carolina. I don't know if it's them or somebody. Um talking about with James. They, they scored a touchdown. James North Carolina Williams ends on by himself. Yep, nobody else comes around. The team, is the, the, the other team, all over James Williams. Nobody's around.
5: Yeah, I that, that. I'll
3: never
14: forget that shit. That
3: shit does. I'll never forget that, bro. I saw
14: that first really... game mm-hmm. when, when in the first game. They ran. Uh, I forget who it was. He ran into the sideline, and they were pushing and pushing and pushing, and nobody went to the sideline to help the kid out. And I think I almost blew up the TV because that right there, that, that right there shows a dysfunctional uh, program and with no leadership. And so that, that's why I always, you will hear me say this all the way to the end. I asked Mario the same thing before the spring was over, right before the spring game. I was like, so who the leader? Because I, I, you know, that's just football. And being around University of Miami so many years, I knew, you know, and 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 dealing with them guys, you know, back in the days, and even you know, even with my team, I'm always looking for the the leadership. Who the guy gonna, you know? I mean, it was Jerome Brown. It was Jerome Brown over Winston Moss and all the rest of the grown men. You know, you see Air Reed in the Air Reed controlling the DB room. You know what I'm saying? You know, leading uh, by example, whether vocal or get your shit together, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't be out there doing dumb stuff, you know, and you will see them dudes even even at a club. Y'all go grab one of them by the back, you know, because that's, I can say, it's, it's, it's leadership in two different ways. Uh, you know, I mean, you could be a quiet quiet leader, you know, that guy who they depend on, you know, to make that play, you know, and, and, and that guy, he's, you know, like Amari Cooper, he was soft spoken if he said one word it spoke volumes. you know like hey look look at man y'all tighten up throw me the ball you know you, like that that got there and everybody automatically stands to attention so that's why I say we you know hopefully that person emerged because you're going to need that just like the young lady said earlier when you were in, that, in the trenches and all hell is going down and you lost momentum That guy standing in the middle of the field. There ain't going to be no Mario. There ain't going to be all the great coaches. It's going to be those kids in the middle of that field, and somebody is going to have to say, let's go get this money or let's make this stop. And they all going to have to be able to rally behind that guy. And it can't be the guy on the sideline because he's not between them white lines at that moment.
15: They got to do it to where They can't. They they got to be accountable to it. I can't let my teammate down. My leader. My leader out here. Get like James Williams last year with the North Carolina shit. Yeah,
0: that,
15: that's unacceptable, bro. They should. I'm not gonna yeah. let my guy be by himself. I can't let you down, bro. It's like we ain't had no team camaraderie over the last couple of years. That's what what, I was Yeah. What happened? Yeah. At, what happened at North Carolina Lambo? Bro, was, they, okay, they so
13: scored North good. Carolina had just scored a touchdown,
0: and um, um, James Williams was in the end zone on the, I think it was the. West side end zone, and um, it was like 12, maybe 15 North Carolina players, um, all around James, you know, like shoving and pushing James, you know, James pushing and shoving back, and he's the only hurricane there. The rest of the team, the defense, walked to the sideline, and I'm looking at it like, nah, this can't be real. This, not this, did not just happen to you, him. That's not right. It was there. Yeah. And I was like, wow, how how's how that even possible? Like for, for, for a coach, you know, um, I know Uncle Luke coach, anybody else coach, that's very unacceptable. Like you really get into your team for letting that happen. Um, and then you know the, the staff didn't do it. From that moment on, I say, yeah, the team is very, is very dysfunctional because now you got the older guys felt like they was being tried because the younger guys was coming in to play. So now they don't Mm -hmm. want to help the younger guys. So can't have that no more. Like Uncle Lou say, man, you need somebody who's going to be on that field and say, hey, man, we need this one last stop. Cam Kitchens. We need this one last stop to win this game. Let's go make this tackle, this open field tackle.
3: I think think Avante, Avante. Vontae was like the only person who said something. He wasn't even, I, he was not If he was yeah, there, Avante he wasn't was playing, playing. I know that. Avante, but he don't know Avante who said and something.
0: The two that said something, but they wasn't even on the field because they both was hurt. Right. Well, one was hurt and the one didn't play.
3: Yeah, Vontae said never again. I was like, what the fuck was everybody else at, man? That shit does. I'll never forget that damn scene, bro. That shit bugged the yeah, nah, shit it, out it,
0: of it me. Was, it was, trust me, it was a horrible scene. Um, But, you know what I'm saying? Like Luke said, we do need that leader. Um, I, I do think James Williams is that guy. TVD is definitely that guy on offense. We still need somebody else. Uh, but if Restrepo is that guy, then I'm good with it. Um, I, uh, Again, I'm with Luke. I don't want no transfer coming in and being my leader. If that happens, that means you just can't get players from your own city or
3: we recruit to be I, leaders. That's the only thing. I, I don't have a problem with that. Like, I would prefer somebody here, somebody on scholarship that came from from here, but if a guy come in and he's a good leader, because leaders are, you know, leadership is a natural thing, man. You don't just make a leader. So we we yeah, get yeah, a KJ I, I mean, I just don't feel that's that's not. You you can't tell me a guy
0: coming from UCLA is supposed to come you you will and just be an instant leader. Are I, I you just right? Don't believe it.
12: But You're you gotta, gotta also right, think, think about mind. it. And but you gotta also think about it in this aspect. We haven't had a season yet without the old staff. So now you got deprogram those old players into yes, the new program. And if they weren't leaders before, it's gonna be hard to make them leaders now. So I think what's gonna end up happening this year, you might have a transfer that end up becoming a leader. You or you might have a young guy that becomes a leader. I mean, I don't know. But the the main thing is, is during camp is building that camaraderie. Like they when they leave camp, they gotta feel like they brothers. Like, yeah. Dead ass, that's my oh, blood, mm-hmm. brother. Knowing that they not. And that's where you're going to get people to stand up, hold each other accountable. Here they're going to hold themselves accountable. And they're going to go sense. through a brick wall for their brother. So we got to stop forgetting that when you have dysfunction, that fun- dysfunction has to be deprogrammed. And we're not there. Hey,
3: you know, Speaking yeah, to cool. your point, though, cool. speaking to her point about the freshmen and stuff, I do think we do have some good ones coming in that can, you know, turn into leaders. Uh, I like the way, like certain guys speak. I like the way Jade, uh, what's his name, the cornerback, Jaden Harris, speak. We know Jacurry oh, Brown yeah, is yeah. gonna, yeah, we know Ja'Kurey Brown is gonna be a leader. Um, if we land Bain, Bain is definitely gonna be a leader. So I there's mean, a lot of mean, young that, guys. That, that,
0: that, the twenty-one class, the twenty-one class was full of leaders. Like that whole class was full of leaders. Uh. Mm-hmm. They, they all was true freshmen last year, so they'll be sophomore this year. That whole class was full of true leaders all up and down the field. Um,
12: I think and, that's where you're going to find most of your leaders from because, one, they were there for a less amount of time and, two, they came in kind of with a mindset of let's go.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. they, like, they looked how they to took earn all their them,
12: them upperclassmen spots. They took everybody's spot. So that right yeah. there in itself showed leadership. Yeah, that yeah was, and that, that was, was the thing. You. I
0: know Speaking with them, even during the season, a lot of them were like, Man, we ain't we, we didn't come from losing programs in high school, so we don't know what's going on. This is something new, and we ain't standing for it. So, we finna get in the game. You know what I'm saying, We're gonna get in the game and do what we do, which is win. And, and,
11: and that was their mindset. It. So, and they were
0: the best ones for
14: them because everybody on this level, everybody was the baddest thing in their little hometown, baddest guy on their team, baddest guy who stood up in the paint, who you depended on to get that sack or get that touchdown on their high school team for four years. They was the guy. And so again, now you try, now you say, okay, now you go into a whole nother level. You know, it becomes different. I'm, I was the man, I was the man in my high school. I was the man in my town. So people start looking around and looking around, you know, and, and probably looking for leadership when they can be. But then if they go in the shell and if you don't have a staff, but we got this kind of staff, this is the old school staff. I talk to these guys all the time. They will pull pull that out of them because that's what we talk about. Whether it's or uh, Charlie or uh, Mario, they will find that guy, you know, and lean on that guy and hold him accountable and responsible for those rooms and for that. For that for that team, Miss Kelly, you you must be coaching with me for a whole bunch of years because you use the same terms I use (laughs) on a daily basis, especially when it comes deprogram to reprogram. That's my favorite word.
12: (laughs) That's funny. I've been coaching a long time and around a lot of coaches, but I mean, it's it's the natural way of. Life. I mean, whether you're a coach or not, you should know that when something is dysfunctional, you got to get rid of the dysfunction before you can make it right. So that that's just kind of you know obvious thing that they and I I see the the staff has really tapped into that because the relationships that has been built with the boys, you know, just the way practice has been run. They've already started that deprogramming process, but I think this some, this camp is going to be the total deprogramming, and then you're going to see a totally different football team on September third.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think um, like Mama Kelly say, uh, they already started it. Uh, They're doing a great a great job at it. Uh, you know, for the little time that they had, um, because you can see things are totally different. Uh, I think today a tweet came out um, about. They asked some of the players, uh, and and they said, no disrespect to to Manny Diaz, but you know, we we just listened to Mario a lot more because he played here and won here. You know what I'm saying? So um, I kept telling people from day one when Manny Diaz got the job, I said, man, it was it was something that the University of Miami didn't think deep about because he was never a part of. The program. He stayed in Miami. That was it. He knew about the history. He never was a part of it. Now we have a coach that was a part of it, that played for it, that won for it. So he knows when you put this U on, it's not a joke. This this brotherhood, you know. I, I don't think it's a college program that has a brotherhood deeper than how U M has. When you put that you on, you have to go out there and really represent that you. And now the players are starting to understand that because Mario is, they putting it in them like, hey, this, you got a you. You know, Jerome Brown had that you, you know what I'm saying? Michael Irvin had that you. You know, uh Ray Lewis, them guys, them guys, Ed Reed, they had that you. They ain't just put it on because it was it looked good. They had that you because they understood what was what came.
3: With that. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna give Manny a small pass because it ain't his fault that the people, the upper management didn't know no goddamn better. So I ain't, <laughs> I ain't gonna blame Manny. I'm gonna put that on everybody else.
0: I guess so, man. But I was from day one, I said when he got that high, I was like, oh, it was bad. We 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 doing the same thing we doing over and over, man, being cheap, not looking at the bigger picture, we just saying, man, hey. Oh, he had a good defense when he's the defensive coordinator. All right, it being the defensive coordinator and being the head coach aren't the
14: same thing. So, yeah, I saw one of these tweets uh, on one of these. Uh, was it, I think Kane Warning or something like that? Where they basically tweeted that uh, it, the entire defense of starters will be probably new, uh, different starters. Is that is that a fact?
0: Nah, if it came from Kane Warning, don't believe it. <laughs> Oh, Okay. okay. <laughs> that's a that's a site I don't think anybody really uh, pay pay much attention to, but. Oh okay, no problem. Um, no, well,
14: that's that's what
0: y'all. Uh, but but about. but but truthfully told, truthfully told, I think from the defensive line and the, the linebackers, yeah, we will have new starters. Or
3: well, maybe they mean since well, no, nah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say maybe they sent me since game one of last year because yeah, that whole front seven may be different, and the safeties wasn't starting last year at game one. But the corners was. So the corners would definitely be the same. So maybe that's what they was thinking.
0: Yeah, I think the secondary would most likely be the same. Maybe Porto Porto gets a starting position on, maybe, but the defensive line and the linebackers going to definitely be new guys, new starters.
3: Yeah, technically the safety's new starters, but we know they should have been playing last year.
0: I mean they but they started the, the end of the season, so they started. But I meant
3: um, yeah, I meant I meant beginning of the season. That's 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 the only way they can get away with that tweet or whatever the hell they said. cuz yeah, what well, we started off with Bubba and uh god damn it Bubba and uh what's his Gervin name Hall, Gervin Hall. Yeah, Gervin Hall so but whatever oh a...
0: <laughs> Yeah, we I mean the, I think the defense is going to be pretty good this year. Um the way he still – the way coach Stills and coach Strong Strong is going to use the defense, I think it's going to be pretty good. Um um you know, and if the offense could do what the offense did last year you know scoring 30, what 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 what, what we score? 33 points a game, something like that, right? Um if you could score 33 points a game and your defense could keep could hold you know between 15 to 20 a game, you should win 10, 10 games or more. Um uh, you know we shouldn't keep we, we can't keep being in these dog fights, these 30s, 30, 30, 35, 34 games, 38, 36. Like we can't keep being in dog fights with
3: a, a dog have. fight is a dog fight is okay. It's just you can't be in them shits with no, fucking Virginia okay. and, and yeah. Okay with well, you, it is. It. That's you what I'm saying. It. As long as if you dog fighting with Alabama or something cool, just not okay, with goddamn well, we Virginia. We talking about shit. We in dog fights with, with Virginia, yeah. Carolina State,
0: walking
13: <laughs> around a, field goal it, games with Georgia Tech, with
0: Appalachian. <laughs> Appalachian State. <laughs> Appalachian State. <laughs> Appalachian State, we gotta we gotta kick a field goal to beat Appalachian State.
4: Lord
0: and him, this, 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 is, this is what Un football had turned into. Like you can't <laughs> be in dog fights with them. Come on, man. Man, I remember talking to Willis McGahee, man, and it was, we was playing Duke, and he would he would laugh. He was like, dog, we actually in the game with Duke. And I just couldn't do nothing but laugh. Like, dog, we really in the game with Duke. We talk about the university of Duke.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but so hey, I mean, let me ask you. Let me let me let me ask you a question. Ed. So you saying ten wins is on the players this year, right? Ten wins on the players. Ten wins on the players. So is there anything any any hole that you can see in the offensive staff? Not not the offensive staff, but the coaching staff possibly that can get us not there? Because like to me, I guess the only question I would have is 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 I'm not doubting Gaddis at all or nothing like that, but he has to shake that whole like don't get me wrong i love some of the some of the some of the stuff he's gonna probably bring from michigan but he gotta understand he has to rely on tvd and i'm i'm pretty sure he does but he can't just like overwhelm us with the overwhelm people with the run and shit man you got that goddamn candy shop back there you got to use it bro okay so um i don't know why people get 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 um get to
0: going crazy with the running game um Michigan had what? They had a 1000-yard rusher, they had a 900-yard rusher, they had a 500-yard rusher. Um it, if if that's bad, then I I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. They didn't have TVD at quarterback obviously. So just imagine if we get a 1000-yard rusher, a 900-yard rusher with TVD.
3: Oh no, I want I want that. I'm just saying I just don't want him to overdo it. Like, bro, TVD is your team. You Better let that boy throw the ball. Now, nah, I don't want him throwing yeah, 50, but, 50 a game,
15: but Mario liked that to too.
0: So yeah, no, yeah, yeah, to too? That's, that's what I'm worried, worried about. Gaddis is the past, past first coach, uh, 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 coach. Uh, right? Right, right. Gattis, don't, that's, that's all I'm worried about. about. He loves to throw the ball, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. and then you know what, what Mario did, Mario went and got Gaddis, he went and got Frank Potts. You got two offensive minds within that staff that can help, you know what I'm saying? Um and he did the same on defense. He went and got Coach Steels. He went and got Coach Strong. You got two defensive minds that can help. You can't always have a coach that always proclaims he's the smartest in the room. Because when that happens, guess what? Everybody trying to figure out what that guy wants to say. Nobody knows what's going mm-hmm. on until that guy says something. So now Mario has guys who can rely on each other. And... um like, like I say, man, I, I don't see a hole in the coaching staff at all. I think if if it don't happen, it's the players. Yeah, you got yeah. you got
14: coaches with with a million years of experience, and ain't no GAs as the defensive coordinator. Do you know? Yeah, no
0: GA. I then mean, um, you got
14: high school coaches. Look at the ain't ain't no around. Guys, yeah, you ain't got no guys who. Never coached before, coaching the DBs on no level. You know what I'm saying? Not not to not to throw some people under the bus, but this is big time football. I mean, you you mm-hmm. need to go you can't have a FIU staff coaching at University of Miami. You know, and I said that a long time ago when Lane came when Lane went and put his staff together at FAU and I said, This is the best staff in the state of Florida. Everybody was like Man, why you want to say that? Because he had experienced coaches up and down the line, and what ended up happening? He stayed there for a couple of years, and he got him a big check. You gotta, you gotta have a staff because you gotta get to bounce that information off, and you gotta have some dudes who have seen a whole lot.
16: Hi, everybody. Doing? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was trying to come up when you were talking about uh the Gattis and the Michigan offense. But um, if nobody ain't know, they had 3,000 passing yards and 3,000 rushing yards that season, like last year.
0: Yeah, that's a balanced offense. That's 6,000 yards of total offense. I want that at University of Miami. Yeah. I want and they it. had, um, it was like
16: 65 touchdowns. So it was like, they, 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 split, I want yeah, they split the ball between like three running backs. And then they had like a lot of receivers that had like 500, 400. Like the ball went around to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I want that. I trust me. I want that from of Miami. If we, oh, yeah, we can do that, that you yeah. UM, will. And our defense could sustain between fifteen to twenty points a game. I think we have a very successful season, and that's what I'm looking at.
8: X.
3: Besides, so besides the coaching staff, X, what what is it that you what what's making you think the defense is gonna make a turnaround? Because that shit got ugly last year. Okay, the de- well the defense
0: didn't have no assignments last year. It was actually go out there, man, and, and the best man <laughs> make a play. Best man make a play. Um, uh, the linebacker we we didn't we didn't have a linebacker coach for the last six years. Uh, I don't know how 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 was that even possible? Um, they telling the defense of line to just attack, get up field. If you don't get the man, yeah, let's the linebackers get up.
3: But Wait, I thought Packy was coaching linebackers. Who? Ba- Packy. Packy was coaching linebackers. That's street Man, of I one. don't even
0: know who that guy is. I never heard of
3: him. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just,
16: what you just said is crazy because that was that was the downfall of our defense because the defensive line was trying to wreck havoc so much that the linemen had free release on our linebackers, so they were just tearing everybody, up. like, you'll notice them when they were running the ball, the first person that did that was tackling the uh, person was the safety.
0: Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the linebacker, the, the linebacker, the one taking on the blockers, and then the safety got to make the tackle. We, we've had previously for the last maybe four years, more four, I guess since Shaq left, our safeties have led the team in tackles, both of them. You know, um, that's not really a good defense.
16: Uh, and you, know, you want to know something that I thought about? I was like, you know how we've been talking about our linebackers. I was like, I don't know. I throw all that out the window. I'm like, let them play this year. They might all look better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think I expect the linebacker um, group to get
16: better because they get better taught.
0: Um, Charlie Strong, he's a non tolerance guy. So you know when you mess up, um, he definitely getting he get into you uh, about that. But you know he still teaches you at the same time. So he he wants you to learn, but. You know, you gotta be you gotta have some tough skin because he's old school. He ain't he ain't sugar it. You know what I'm saying? He's not finna hold your hand and say, Oh, it's gonna be all right. No, he's gonna say man,
16: that's the that's the coaching they need. Cause I was tired of you got somebody that go out there and drop three, four balls and they ain't on the bench yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, yeah, that's that's
0: yeah. crazy. Um yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. The defense, the defense, yeah, the defense was bad, but I think now that they're gonna have full assignments they're aware of what each each player on the defense is supposed to do, um, that's when you get a better defense, um, a better system. When each player is aware, now they're going to be held accountable to each player, Okay, Well, you do this. As long as you do your job, my job becomes a lot easier for me to do. From the defensive line to the linebacker to the secondary room. So um, when you just got them out there, just say, hey, man, go get the – just go out there, man. If you make the play, you make the play. It's going to get bad. You know what I'm saying? Because you could easily coach around that. So the defense, I think that I know the defense will be a lot better than last year. Um, again, like I said, the number what 33. We could get to 33, 35 points a game. We should have a very, very good season. I just don't see anybody on our anybody on our schedule with as much talent as us besides Clemson and Texas A&M, and still both of them are question marks because Clemson don't have a good quarterback. Texas A&M don't have a good quarterback. So I just feel like we have the talent. We have it. I'm not going to say we're going to win 10, 12 games, but we have the talent to win 10 games.
3: Yeah, the talent and the schedule, just like every year.
15: Yeah, my question is, uh, I know y'all get to watch limited amounts of practice, so, but that's closer than a lot of people get it. I'm kind of interested, like, because we talked a lot about the receivers. Some people said it was an overreaction the spring game. Um, so based upon what y'all got to see, what were some of the weaknesses of the team? And then do you think it was an overreaction from the drops in the spring game where everybody was like, man, we need, we need receivers, we need receivers? They just had a bad day.
0: Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I think it was a bad day. I think it was overreaction. Um, Gaddis was very vanilla with his offense. His offense, he didn't throw anything out there. It was basically, hey, okay, this is what it is. Let's see if this formation, this set will um, be good. Um, Okay, it's not good. Okay, let's switch to this set. Eh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Because when the season starts, he have a list of plays that works. When he was calling the plays in the spring, it was just like, hey, let's see. What's going on? Let's see if this works. Let's see if you can put Restrepo and Rashad Smith on the field at the same time. Um, Certain schemes and sets like that. So I think it was an overreaction, man, by the the fans. Um, Yeah, drops drops are bad. You don't want them to happen. But it's spring. The drops was bad last spring, Um, and then Rambo came along. You know what I'm saying? Once he once he got on the field, everybody was happy. So. I'm, I'm not. I didn't. I don't pay attention to spring. Spring is let's get everybody healthy. You know what I'm saying, and get them ready for fall. That's that's my whole thing. Everybody was coming out healthy was a plus. Bob, what's up? You got a question?
16: Yeah, I, I was just talking about the same thing about the overreaction, and then you know all the Oregon fans getting in all the Miami fans head talking about. Uh, talking about how TVD was like dunking the ball down and all that stuff, and then you know I was on the timeline telling people like you probably ain't even gonna open the playbook up to the third game of the season, <laughs> like they ain't trying to show anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, who cares what Oregon fans say? Oregon fans don't know nothing about winning. Period. So they ain't never won a
16: They
15: got a um girl, can't get the girl.
0: Yeah, so TVD dunking the ball down. The, I mean, I mean, look, one thing about football, man, is you take what you take to get something extra. So if I have to dump it down all the time for me to get one play a, a one a one bomb a, a game play, I take it. You know what I'm saying? That's just how you coach football. You don't coach them and say, well, I want to start out throwing deep ball, deep balls every play. And if it don't work, what happens? Now you you come down. You know what I'm saying? So right, it, it was vanilla. It was a spring <laughs> game, like really nobody's getting ranked off a spring game. It, 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 that's just crazy. And not to mention, we got two games before we play Texas A&M. We got Texas A&M, I mean, uh, Bethune coming, and um, I think I forget the next team we play. But, you know, we should be we, – man, we, we we got two, two warm-up games.
16: Southern um, Miss. Who is? Southern Miss, the one that Frank Gorson played for. So we played them the second. I know we played them the third, I mean the fourth game. Oh, so the second, is it Middle Tennessee? Uh, Hold on, let me
0: look. Middle Tennessee, I think it's Middle Tennessee. Let
16: me look real fast. Yeah, I think
0: it's Middle Tennessee. So if it's Middle Tennessee, then we got two warm-up games. Oh, no, it's it's Uh, Southern uh, Miss. It's Southern Miss? Oh, so when we – oh We got Bethune,
12: Southern Miss, Texas A&M, then Middle Tennessee.
0: Oh, okay. So, Middle Tennessee is the fourth game. I thought it, I don't know why I thought it was the second game. So, yeah, we got two two warm up games. Um, to Texas, them. So, we should be, locked and loaded by the time we get this College Station, man. Um, you know, do you, do you want to just throw everything out there the first two games? No, for what? <laughs> you get Texas and them something to look at. Oh, they are gonna run the ball. Okay, no problem. Then once we get to them and TVD starts swinging that ball all around the field, they
16: like, oh man. You know so yeah I, I like I like the two warm up games cuz the last 3 seasons have been Alabama, LSU and like, the Gator so <laughs> I like the two warm up Yeah,
0: games. I mean and then I don't, I have no problem with that playing them teams but you got to be ready, prepared like can't go out man we was unprepared when we went out to Alabama, play out we was very unprepared like literally it was just so bad man um God, that was it was bad. It was horrible. The Florida game was the only time we was prepared and we ended up losing that one. LSU was unprepared. So, um, LSU, unprepared, man, you unprepared, you're
15: going LSU was just that was a real frustrating game just because, like, man, it just felt like a play here, a play there, and it could have been real interesting, you know. It was,
6: yeah, and then, nice. um,
15: Mark Rick, that's Mark
0: Rick, uh, his last year. I think I hate how he, um, uh, how he did that situation with, uh, with, um, well with, with um, what's the quarterback um Mike Perry? I hate yep. how he did that situation with Perry. Like we all went into that thinking Perry was gonna be the starter. And then two days before we get ready to leave to go to Dallas, Perry's not gonna play. What? He's not playing. What you mean?
15: And we got- let, me, let me ask you this, because y'all was watching practice at that time too, right? Yeah. Did it seem like Perry was the best? quarterback I know man I know it's a stupid question but did it seem like could you tell in practice like okay this gonna be Perry team and then it was a it was just a shock to y'all because I didn't find it, out it, to kick off.
13: Yeah it was
15: like, it was I had to shocking my bets. everything was locked and loaded. I'm like yeah it was oh, shocking hell, because now. we
0: we went into that game thinking Perry was gonna be the starting quarterback and um the only thing I could say we knew for sure was we knew they was not giving total control to Perry at all. Like, Perry had to literally do exactly what they told him to do. Um, and that's, you know, that was just a situation that it wasn't good for him. Uh, well, I could say it because he was still a lot, you know, young, immature, doing certain situations situations and stuff like that. But we just knew that Mark Witt was not going to allow him to, to have total control on the field at quarterback position. It was like, hey, you better do this. You know what I'm saying? If you don't do this, coming out. You know what I'm saying? So he just was in like a lose-lose situation at that point. Um, and then, as you know, two days before, he's not going to play. You know, is the guy. Um, and not saying Rozier couldn't get the job done, but we just, you know, the team, the team was hyped for Perry. Everybody was hyped for Perry, and then it just didn't happen.
7: But I think I think he had a lot of uh, he had a lot of hype going into that season, just based off of everything he had did the year before. But yeah, he was he was definitely in over his head. Um, I ain't got no hate for his year. I think I think he did a lot of uh, good things for the for the U. And his time here is just that that offense wasn't where it was at yet with Joe Burrow, but that defense was on a different level. With
0: the yeah, energy. yeah, and that and that was the
7: crazy
0: thing. That wasn't that wasn't the Joe Barrow. I I mean that was that, nah, wasn't that was something that we
7: seen. That was a whole year before he went off. <laughs>
0: so we lucked out, really, and um, we played them. We only good. lost it by is... sixteen.
2: Hey man, listen. If 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 we had a quarterback, that game listen, Jeff Thomas was was killing those those, those DBs. Yeah, he that was, he was route, wide open other, every other, play the game. That that first route of the game, if Malik would have got that ball there. That would have been a different game. Yeah, yeah,
7: Jeff Thomas was
2: open every play. Bro, place. He, he, bro he killed the Leb.
7: My biggest thing though was that game is I don't think Malik was necessarily as bad as people are picking him. I think that motherfucking O line cannot do a damn thing.
15: Real talk. He was Real talk.
7: That O line was was overwhelmed and over their head. They just From the didn't start. have. Yeah, yeah, the O line was bad. O no line was bad,
0: but still, again, Malik had time to throw the ball. He just wasn't getting yeah, it out. He did. There. Jeff Thomas was literally open almost every time he took off. And um, I, I think that was the game when Omar ended up getting hurt. Um man, it was it was it was rough. Uh we couldn't we couldn't run, we couldn't do nothing.
15: Um, it just was bad, man. And then like I, I said was a monster. I'm gonna tell you who was a monster that game. You're talking about LSU, right? Yeah. Gerald Willis was a monster that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gerald Willis was killing it. I mean it, that whole season, he killed. That whole
0: season, he was just killing it. Um, but yeah, that that particular game, he was terror. He was terrorizing that all, all LSU officer line. So one of my
7: one of my best friends is an LSU fan. He said, "I I've never seen a receiver do that to our DVS."
16: That was why um,
7: this is Corey Raymond, coach DVS. That was said, why I've Jeff never seen.
16: That was why Jeff Thomas was mad because of that right there. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Jeff. Jeff was definitely mad. I mean. He wasn't the only one that was mad, but he was definitely mad that they couldn't give him no, um could give him the ball, man. But we got us a quarterback now that could get the ball out to anybody. Um we obviously don't have a Jeff Thomas type speed on on the roster, but we got some players who can make some plays, man. Um I'm I'm very excited about the way things are going right now with University of Miami. Um just being around that program for so long, man. Um Watching it like with my eyes up close, seeing things, and you and I know it's wrong, but I can't say anything because I'm you know I'm just uh, a media you know guy. Uh,
7: you trying to maintain your even opinion.
0: even before I started with media when I was coaching, I was like, man, how is this even like possible that is going on? And you UM? but it just was so bad, man. So I'm just excited about what things are going on with the staff, the players. Um, things are getting back to where it's supposed to be. Where they are holding each other accountable and expecting more from each other.
2: Um, but ex, but ex, but be honest, man. I'm saying by us being in, in practice and being at all the all the practices from from Rick to to Manny to now, those goddamn practices are totally different. It's oh yeah, no it's, music, it's, it's, days, it's It's no dancing. Days, it's no bullshitting around. Everything yeah. is, is is ran by a fucking whistle. Yeah, now nah, um, I don't think
0: um, they the players man like it sometimes man the players be looking dead
7: tired and I be like
0: yeah <laughs> they don't get no they don't get no rest man it's like once you leave from this drill you got to go to the next one,
7: um hey, and you know what you know I think it's crazy too, yesterday um we talk, we we talked about Blades here before I'm pretty sure but yesterday was the first time I seen Blades was not playing Call of Duty on his stream this man was Twitch streaming at the practice facility. Like getting work and getting reps in. You see Cam Kitchen. You see all these other DBs. They out there getting reps in. I think that's what Ron McKelly is talking about, the mindset of his team being different on September 3rd. It's because got guys oh, understand sure. how Yeah, it's it's a culture shift. Man, and when man, that happens, you, that cha- that changes everything.
15: You, you know, uh you brought up Blaze and sometimes, man, because 'cause he's been out so long, I forgot about Blaze. And I know a lot of people saying he's gonna play safety. But I feel, really feel like we missed him last year being a cornerback. I really felt like the cornerback play would have been better had he been in there. Because the year he played corner, I mean, even against that year against when we started out with Florida, he actually played pretty good. And I feel like. Yeah, no,
0: like- Blaze has always been pretty good at cornerback. So if you just imagine if you had Blaze and Stevenson on the outside. Yep. But he did he fall over. off,
3: though, bro. He he uh, did, he had a he had a down year after that year bro. Blaze had started struggling, man.
11: Man,
0: you know he
15: ended, up, he ended up getting struggled. hurt. I think yeah, he was knowledge. hurt though. I think Couch struggled like but what I'm saying is with with him, you got a chance if a guy struggling to kind of pull him and reset him like Couch you wouldn't have both of them on the field at the same time so you'd have had like, You're right,
0: you're right. You'd have had
15: Blaze come in and then Couch cuz Couch to me, I think Couch might have been hurt last year. I don't know but
0: Some mental issues last year with him on on the field, but he um, looks like he got it together. Um, Okay. So this, uh, I I don't even want to talk about last year or the previous staff. but last year um, you have, uh, you have a a theme going on with the players. You know, when Mama Kelly say you got dysfunctional um, players, they got that from the staff because the staff is dysfunctional. The staff ain't even trusting each other. They're not even trusting they they you know they their 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 colleagues. You know what I'm saying? So um players look at that and they're like, hey man, they 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 crazy. they going crazy, but I, we might as well do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So it was just so much that was just bad. Shit. Manny and,
2: um, and, and T Rob wasn't getting along. I,
16: I, yeah, bro, and...
0: Manny and T Rob didn't get along. Um and the crazy thing is, he Manny, T. Manny, Manny would never be on the field until he'd come out there probably like 45, 30 minutes from before practice over. And then that's when he started trying to do things. And I was like, well, that's dumb. How you not going to be on the field? You got this man coaching the defense while you in your office getting AC. But then when you come down, now you want to start making all the calls. Like, what's you know, what's that about? You know what I'm saying? So... It was just crazy on
15: the field for the start of practice.
0: The man didn't come down to the field until like for maybe an hour. I, I give him an hour, an hour before practice, is over. Like, Mama Kelly, Mama Kelly's at practice. When they walk on that field, start stretching, Coach Mario is right there, right there.
2: Yep, he In is the middle.
0: right there. All the coaches, it's <laughs> about 30 something of them, they all right there. Um. So it's it like 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 it, yeah practice is night and day different man it's no joking ain't no sitting around laughing ain't, ain't no dancing no
2: gonna,
0: dancing none of that
2: this, it, even the guys in, in, in red jerseys the hurt guys are on the sidelines working running up and down
16: riding bikes doing all type of shit yeah, hey man and, you seen that um have you seen the uh, running back play that they offered today Christopher Johnson from Dillard.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I know you talk about yeah.
16: Oh yeah, I think now I say, he, 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 it's, hold on, I'm gonna look at it. it, say 2023. I was just looking at his um verified times and he running 10, 4, 5 and 100. That's pretty fast. Oh, that's real yeah. fast. That's real fast. Yeah, that's that's blazing
0: fast. That's
16: blazing fast. <laughs> yeah, it say say they offered him today. Okay. I was saying
0: yeah, yeah. That's good. I mean, I don't know how much would they push for him, but
15: that's fast, man. He's two and four. That's fast. I'm gonna take this too, man. Like uh, you take speed and you can figure it out. Like you could have a role for him. And now running back, I keep hearing a lot about Fletcher and Baxter. I just don't want them to just go exclusively after them two backs. Like I want them to cast a, a wide net. And I I keep hearing about Baxter, and I, and I like both of those backs, but you know how that be, man. Remember. Yeah, but that's all for that's, two that's players, that's, and then if we get left at the altar, we ain't got. Oh no, nah, man! This, but
3: this, but that, I was gonna say that's probably because you got, got so them, many, bro. you got so many backs. That's probably why too. Though you got so many backs that's there right now. Yeah, but so it's kind of like, that. maybe maybe not. You're right, but you got so many backs man, right man, now, listen, so it's kind of like. I, a, I just
0: know for I, I I look, I I don't look. Cedric Baxter and Mark Fletcher, I just know it don't matter what anybody's saying.
2: Man, give me both you go after me.
0: them two guys right there. <laughs> I don't... Until, until the ink is dry, you go after those two guys. That's just... You know, um unless... I don't even... well I, I'm taking those two. You know what I'm saying? There's no other running backs in the class that I'm going to go crazy about. Rich Young, he's good. But I won't Cedric Baxter and Mark Fletcher,
4: those two. So, um... That's it, man. Hey, I see
0: um Antonio Trip, man. He just jumped in, man. What's going on with you?
4: Hey, what's good, man? How you doing? How you doing?
0: We good, we good, man. We just you know we talked to your father earlier, man. How things going,
4: mm-hmm. man? Uh yeah, yeah. He he just told me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. So he he gave us a little story about um you, you you switching over to center, man, and you playing. He said he was scared for you, man. Tell tell us about that little that little situation.
4: Wait, you said you said what? Well, you cut out there for a sec.
0: Oh no! no. Your, your dad told us a little story about um, I guess your, your your one of your teammates played center, got hurt, and you had switched over and started playing center, and oh, like, yeah. you know your dad was I guess he was like nervous.
4: For you switching
0: over to that position, man. Tell us a little bit about
4: that. <laughs> oh yeah. Um it was in the middle of the game. Um I, I started center had uh he got some he got something, but he just dropped down, you know. And I was the only guy on the team who had, you know, taking some center rep. But I ain't never played a snap center in my life. Um so that was my first game playing center. I, I jump in, I jumped straight in the game. Are we losing at the pump, at the time. I jump in. I, I the first snap I ain't gonna lie was bad. It went straight to the ground. I was nervous. I was like, "Oh, let I me mean, let me get myself together." Um, but yeah, no. After that, it, I, I just kind of got in the road. You know, I like I I, I like I say centers probably centers. Where I have the most fun at um because I, I feel like I feel like I'm I'm really controlled of the offense. You know, me and the quarterback. Um, and it's like I know I know like the whole. Every person on that field is, is moving on my uh on my go. So I I I got control and you know, what's happening. So I really like that. So it allows me to you know, really in my head plan out exactly what I'm gonna do. It's just like I know as soon as I hike that ball, all right, bam, I'm, I'm gonna down block this guy, get him on my way, hit to hit the linebacker, you know. on pass blocks, on pass box, you know, right, bam drop back, bam, get this guy some help. You know, really control that, uh, protect that uh, middle, uh, the, uh line of scrimmage. Um, but yeah, I, I like saying, You know, but of course, I just play anything. You play anything? uh what, what uh, the way you were recruited, you
0: do are they saying same? You want to be the center,
4: or are you just to be an interior office alignment where you can move to Santa or guard? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Mirabal it's kind of just talking to me about uh, really, like you said, just an interior alignment. Um, okay. Whatever, they, wherever, wherever they need me at, really. That's that's my place
0: now. Okay, you just ready to go wherever they need you. At. That's what we talking yes, about sir. Right, there, right now, man. So hey, Antonio, how I we tell you. many times you
4: been down here in South
0: Florida?
4: Uh, <laughs> it's actually funny. My first time, my first time down in South Florida was when I committed. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My. So I was. That's when I was just. I knew it. It's just straight where.
0: When you came, you just felt it like, man, I belong to the so, city, huh?
4: Yeah, my, my coaches always told me. Um and my former teammates who came in, they just said they just knew. And I was like I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, bro, I just knew. Like this 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 I won't be at. I got
7: a question for you. Yeah. Um a lot of your future teammates just uh they just got on campus. Have you been able to talk to any of them yet about what that process is moving in and rolling and stuff like that? Uh, I came a lot. No, I haven't. I I know I need to, but
4: I want to say that the twenty two guys that I haven't talked to, uh, Jaleel Skinner, and um, and I uh, shoot, I forgot his name. Um, uh, the D N from uh Las Vegas. Uh, uh, Cyrus, Cyrus Moss. Yeah, Burma. Cyrus. I've been talking to Cyrus a lot. Um, those are two guys I've just been talking to. I mean, definitely got to talk to more guys. Um, I follow all the guys on social media. But, you know, never really reached out. Um, talk like the Robbie, Robbie, uh, Robbie Washington. You know, we we have we, we chopped up a couple times. Um, haven't talked much to Bobby. I think he's more like a more of a quiet guy. But talk to Bobby. Um, still talking all the twenty-three commits. But to answer your question, yeah, nah,
7: we appreciate we appreciate you doing that, my guy.
4: Definitely. nah, I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. I feel I I feel like I, I really don't get it when like people you know people like I thought. When people act like say that you know because i i thought this was like the this like the, the the bare minimum like i thought like this is my class you know this is like these are people i to be playing with for like four years so why am i not why am i not trying to do do everything in my power to get them out there you know show them showing them what the 305 is all about you know
3: hey antonio you know speaking on that and speaking of what you were saying about you know how it feels now that you you don't play center uh, we were talking about leadership earlier, you know, you know, as a center, you you know, you're the leader of the line. You got to make calls and all those things. Yes, and I said to your dad, you see the way he's recruiting. He might be a natural center because he got that. He's leading the way already. So do you like do you feel that like do you feel that leadership part about being center? And do, and do you enjoy that part of it? Yeah. Yeah. I
4: de- yeah. I definitely think about it because uh, I definitely like being a leader. You know, I feel like every time I step on the line, I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, like even with my high school, I'm always the guy um helping guys remember the snap count or you know, where they're going. So I mean, I always felt that that leader role um on the offensive line here at my high school really, and also just a leader of my team in general. Um yeah, definitely definitely like that leader role uh, uh playing the center position. Yeah, okay, so we
3: girl, got X, we got us a Joaquin Gonzalez, man. He needs to little Joaquin. Yes,
0: I, love I love it. <laughs> I love. Hey, you know, I, look, I played quarterback, so you know, me and the center was always best friends. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, man, Antonio, man, you, we got Mama Kelly, man, Mama Kelly. Um, she's an official footballville mom. Um, she also is a hurricane mom. You know, her son is Nigel Kelly, faces uh-huh,
6: yeah.
0: Um, you got any questions about what's go- this pro? This whole process of thing that's going on, you can ask her. She knows. Mm-hmm. Um exactly what you are going through right now. So um, you know, if you got any questions to ask us, man, ask us, man. We here to talk. Whatever you need, some info, some um we got we got a team of people who know about the, the the NIL deals. Um, whatever you need, you know what I'm saying? We here. We here, yes, man. You know, once you become a hurricane, man, you are a family for life. Yes, sir. Um, we appreciate you, man. I know you probably got school in the morning, man. We ain't gonna hold you <laughs> yeah. long, man. So, thanks for joining us. Thank, and, and tell your pops, man. Thanks for joining us too.
4: Of course, no problem. I have a great night, y'all. Uh, you too,
0: <sighs> Medium, I don't see what's his name in here. Uh, I don't know if you got anything to say
11: about the uh,
0: the IOD stuff, um, the NIL stuff. You got something to say about that?
7: uh i would be smart you know what i'm saying uh link is up in the top as always um i'm trying to learn about the stock market right now great time stock market is down It's red most people are freaking out and not when we freak out that's me supposed to be buying everything bye 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 facts so go ahead and uh uh we, we street does a good job of going in there me street rich I mean, we ain't financial experts, you know what I'm saying, do your own research, but we try to use the knowledge that we've acquired from our own research and try to help everybody else uh, find their their niche as far as uh, financial space goes. Um, even for me, I'm still learning. I'm going to see another financial advisor in person tomorrow while I'm up here by me because they came in and talked to me today and gave me some good insight. So we always learning, and that's the whole purpose of it. You're not trying to stick your money. You're trying to... Give you an opportunity to figure out a better ways to use and invest your money so that you can make the most informed decision for your future. Help build generational wealth, stuff like that. That's all we about over here, man. So that's uh that's what we trying to help y'all do. So that's all I got. Appreciate Mama it, Mama Kelly.
0: Mama Kelly, go ahead and um introduce um the website um you you and your son have uh in, in the cars and stuff like that.
12: I was listening, y'all. My nephew trying to sleep with me, so oh, okay. I would. Trying to keep it quiet for a second, but um, I was trying to get back on before the kid left to let him know, you know, he can't reach out to me. But yeah, yeah, nephew- yeah, I
0: told him, I told him, I told him, <laughs> um, you know, if you got anything to to reach out, to reach out to you, um, any questions about what's going on between recruiting and I L whatever, just he can reach out to you. So he said, he said he will. Yeah,
12: kinda, I kind of back it up, though, you know, definitely. Oh, yeah. But it's fine, um, but no, the website is n k nine k dot com It has his um first t shirt and um it's not direct- directed to him, so his name is not on it, but his logo is on it, and he has his um decision trading card um Anybody need any information when it comes to this recruiting process? Um, we will be doing our own space where it's just me talking about everything from recruiting from the start. And when I say the start from Optimist level all the way through signing day, um, look for that very soon. Um, if anybody have any questions in the meantime, I am open to whatever, um, that I can, if I can't answer the question, I di- direct you to somebody who can or um, I research that thing because that's another thing that I'm trying to get into, too, where I'm trying to do some consulting as well. So I'm open for whatever.
0: Yes. Yeah, so anybody else in here that that, that needs some questions, you got some kids that's playing that's in Little League, high school, whatever. You know, Mama Kelly's here. Um, obviously, you know, Footballville, Caneville, we're here too, um, you know, we do a lot for the community, uh, between Little Leagues and high schools, stuff like that, you know, you got any questions, um, about whatever, you know, just reach out to us, man, we here, we here for the people, man, and and we thank you guys for allowing us to be here for you guys, um, you got any questions for anything, just, just let us know, man, um, and I hope you guys got your season tickets, man, because it's coming before you blink, man. It's gonna be here September 3rd to be here, and we'll be playing at the Hard Rock Stadium. Um, <clears throat> I got a question for everybody. I just for all the speakers, okay. Uh, so the little situ, the stadium situation. Um, I don't know if they they came to agreement yet with um with the Ruiz family about building or adding or helping the the other big family, I forget their name, that's that's getting ready to build the soccer stadium. Um, Boss. I don't know how that's going. Um, but looking into it, it looked like it was probably the best idea. But I really don't want to share a stadium no more. I really want to get our own. Um, how you guys feel about it? Like do you just say, hey, okay, let's just Go with the plan, go with the flow, or do you still try to push
12: to get your own?
3: Hey, my my answer oh, stay the same from the last time, bro. If we, if we ain't got our own stadium, we might as well stay where we at. I
12: okay. call the stadium the S word because it's coming up so often; it's almost becoming a word that I really don't want to hear. But for me, I feel like unless you could like you say, unless you could get your own stadium that you could wholeheartedly capitalize off of stay at the hard rock the hard rock um as far as entertainment is the best place to be um i don't even know if that soccer well that stadium is going to happen um near the airport you know just from people talking about it that work at the airport um it don't look like that's gonna get cleared by the federal government so i don't know
0: I don't, I don't, oh, wow. I never even really I, I paid attention to the fact that it is by the airport, like literally right there. So, yeah, that's going
9: to be, I mean, I don't yeah, it don't make stadium. sense to have
8: a, a
0: stadium about right there because that's too much noise for for one. And then, yeah, the, the FDA definitely ain't going to clear that. Um, I mean, it's it's yeah. just a question that I always get asked in the DM about. The uh, stadium situation, and I'm like, man, um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, we playing at the hard Rock right now. Even if it does happen, it's probably to be like three to four years down the road, anyway. So,
7: yeah. um, the FAA uh, is a factor, and I didn't mind the stadium mm-hmm. only because my guy came in and explained it on him. You know, the dude that came and explained that one day, he explained that half the basically half sh- the profits from the sales and all that stuff would uh would help profit the school. So that was my only pro that I saw. Um if if tailgating on stuff is allowed that, that doesn't happen at other schools. Um because they have college campuses, if that was still allowed, then I was okay with the stadium. But yeah, if that area is not gonna be cleared by the FAA, then it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, so well, yeah the, the, the traffic
3: the- over there? Thought oh, the traffic that looked them little ass lanes over there by the airport. Oh my gosh, bro. Well, I'm not. I'm not the, so so much worried about the traffic because
0: what's happening
14: yeah, is yeah, if you're going yeah. over
0: there now. They're putting they're building so much new new lanes where you can get in and out around there. So that's not gonna be as bad. Yeah, um, and, and that, the that traffic, the traffic at said, Tropical Park would would be real bad because there's nothing yeah, over that, there. Yes, and that's you know what, what
7: I'm saying. It's like,
0: nothing <laughs> over there, so it'll be like you in and you gotta wait to get out. So yeah, it's um, it's a residential area only, nearby, so yeah, the only major concern I always had was you joining with other state with with state with other sports and stuff like that with the revenue. You know what I'm saying? Um I, I want you um to receive hundred percent full revenue because I think we've earned it. You know what I'm saying? We've earned it from going back from the eighties to now. We earned it and um we just shouldn't have to share revenue with anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Because if you' on is good and everybody else bad, guess what? You' on is everybody benefiting off of you. On, yeah. You
2: know what Next, I'm saying? Like, so like, like on the last show, I'm saying, I'm saying, y'all got to remember that that Moss is on the um on the board of directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard so, he's on the board. of directors. Yeah, yeah. He's on the board of directors. So that's why we we had the spring game up in Fort Lauderdale at at the Pink Stadium. Okay, yeah,
0: so, so, it all
2: starting makes more sense.
0: Now.
10: Yeah, yeah. So I, part, I guess man.
0: I mean I, it's looking like, from what I've been hearing the last two weeks, it's looking like we're that's going to be the situation where we get to join that stadium with uh the, with the soccer team. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, with, with with Freedom Park.
0: Yeah, so um, I mean, if it happens, it happens. Uh, you know, it's it's nothing we can do as fans. You know what I'm saying? Besides just be fans, I man. Uh, uh,
7: we just got to keep supporting the our thing kids thing. and go from there. So. So yeah, if you if you actually go back and listen to the Behind the You podcast with uh, uh, Daryl, and he talked to Rui Fernandez, they asked him about you know obviously their their previous ties with Mario from Columbus and things like that, them the Moss brothers, uh, Lamonis, all those guys, yeah, um, they, they're 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 all friends, like they all know each other. From, from, that's part of the reason why Mario came back here, and so they all have a vested interest. So that's why they spend all this money because. They understand that the return on their investment, when Miami gets good again, it's good oh, it's to be, coming back, yeah, yeah, it's coming, it's coming oh, yeah. back. Too far. yeah forty, they gon- they're going to get. So that's why they're so willing to not say like, hey, yeah, let's get, let's get into a joint deal with you know Miami and things of that nature. Let's have them in our stadium because they understand that the profit that's going to come back when Miami starts winning again is going to be worth it. So he said it on the podcast. He's like, I'm willing to take that risk because I know where the, I know now where the direction of, the University of Miami is going with. Well. Under a previous athletic director who shall not be named, you know, what I'm saying there really wasn't a direction. It was just kind of like rent cycle repeat with an up and coming coordinator. He works out cool. He doesn't fire him. Get another up and coming coordinator, and that that wasn't working. So, yeah. So I mean, if, if it happens, it happens.
0: I'm all for it. Um The one now, the one, the one plus the positive I will say is the fact that you know the citizens would not be taxed because they're they independently funding the stadium uh, and that whole, that whole situation. So that's the plus side. You live in South Florida, you live in Miami, around the area, you won't be taxed for what they're doing. Um, I know if they built that tropical park, well, the taxes was going up, majorly. So uh, <laughs> that's a situation about that. Um, other than that, man, anybody else got something to say or ask um, before we get up out of here? Uh, that's a no. <laughs> um, but again, man, thank y'all for joining us tonight. We were going here a long, long way longer than um, I expected. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I missed Hold last on, week, y'all. man. So, uh, you know, I had to make up some time regardless, man. Uh, thanks again. Um, as Mary said, you know, the IOD squad joined. Um, He splanked he the well. He said, look, the stock market is down right now. The best time to get in to get you some money is now. Bye, 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 bye. Because once it jump back up, you, you know, you you'd have been made you some 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 chips where you can make some money. You know what I'm
3: saying? I'm you. <laughs>
0: get in right now, man, and while you can, and just buy, buy, buy.
3: Hey y'all, listen, there's always money to be made in the stock market, whether it's up or down. But like you're saying, it's the right time to get in. It's right now while things are down. Shit, I made about four hundred dollars a day. You gonna always make money, if you know yep. what I mean? So just you roll with it, man. Trust me. IOD squad. They ain't gonna let you down. they ain't gonna tell you no lies. You're gonna get some learn. You're gonna learn some things and you're gonna follow some things. Just yeah. that simple.
0: Yeah, I D squad. Um we also got the um the uh the, the the what's that the NFTs? Um we got the NFTs out there too. Um get them. I think they just did a thousand dollars to somebody last week. Was it last week, Betty? Or was it the week before?
7: It was, it was brother, I was looking at, I was looking at somewhere. Uh, Nick said, Nick said came at Jimbo Neck, but what you oh, asked? I'm
0: sorry, the NFTs. What did, did we just give out a thousand dollars? Was it last week or the week before?
7: Uh, yeah, it was two weeks ago. Um, okay, so two weeks ago, it was
0: a thousand dollars. Um, to somebody who purchased some NFTs. Um, you know, um, we always trying to do things to help each other, man, as a community together. So just we yeah, have, man. Um, appreciate pre, appreciate you guys coming on tonight everybody who spoke um uh, thanks again uh we got a lot more coming up for, for you guys and, um it's out we peace
2: peace to everybody later later everybody